All right. Welcome back to the hopefully episode or uh, yeah, I guess episode finale of uh, of this storyline that I have named and forgot the name of. But that's okay. Um, I am your host, as always, Dr. RPG Jeff Harvey. This is Star Trek Europa, and uh, I will now introduce my... Well, I will not introduce... They will introduce the crew. Uh, Jack, you're on top. Go ahead. Oh, hello. I'm Jack. Uh, yeah, I think this is the quickest we've ever actually started the stream. I'm, I'm liking it. I'm caught a little off guard. Uh, yeah, hello, no, everybody. Doing stuff right is always harder. <laughs> I know, I know, right? <laughs> Being professional. Uh, right, you can find me over at my own channel, twitch.tv slash the people's ascension, five days a week now, uh, but the main draw of our channel is the Saturday Dungeons and Dragons game entitled uh, Andrashadid and the Cult of Worms, in which our party is traveling all over quite a vast empire, uh, trying to track down and get ahead of a crazed necromantic cult, and in doing so, we are exploring the concept of death undeath, the afterlife, funerary customs, through the lens of many different cultures that I've created in this world, uh, with help from the community during our Wednesday world building stream. So if any of that interests you, head over to my channel and, uh, you know, check out all the things we have there in the schedule, and you can find me, you can find me there. As for right now, I am excited to get back to what I hope is the finale of this storyline, and I'm very excited to shoot some ancient, mad, alien, <laughs> robots but yes. we'll see we'll see if that ever happens we'll, we'll um see. we'll see uh anyway i play first <laughs> uh, i play commander ronnie ambrose the uh the first officer of the uh the uss europa underneath captain hage we are the the entire crew except for a few ensigns are, are on the ship so we're uh we're pretty well represented as far as our uh our hierarchy. Hierarchy. Yeah. yeah, our hierarchy. Yeah. All right, anyway, John, I'm excited. Thank you. Yep. John, you're up. Hi, I'm John. I play Kazriana Shabaraneva, the science officer and second officer of the Europa. Which I challenge anyone else to pronounce. <laughs> Period. Kazriana Shabaraneva? Yeah, oh. shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> I still have heard the word. I can see it and I still can't do it. So, um... <laughs> I don't remember what brian said last week but there he tried so hard and <laughs> fell so far <laughs> uh, all right evelyn go ahead i'm evelyn i play dr desavi onet um if you want to follow me places you can maybe find my twitter i think it's Selvenja. every now and again i post pictures of my dog that's that's about it um other than that i have zero pluggables mm. brian uh, my name is Brian. Uh, I have I'm playing Captain Jorad H, the captain of the Europa. Um, I have nothing to plug. Well, as I said before, I am your host, Dr. RPG Jeff Harvey, and I don't have a lot to post at the moment to plug other than the studiotembo.com. <clears throat> Anything I'm doing you can find there. Um, also Studio Tembo at Twitter and all the other things. If you can find it on social media, it's probably me. Um I got some projects coming up, but what projects are going on right now have all been uh, delayed due to all the things in the world that go wrong. So, uh, and on that note, uh, always a plus, always a positive note. Uh, let's go ahead and do our recap. Uh, when last we left our intrepid adventurers, um, Cass lost her administrator privileges because the Corps decided we were a threat uh, after 
the ship crew managed to fully disconnect and de-partition Ava, I believe. Uh, oh no, after she was made aware of the interface 227 and and the other disassociated robots. Now that, that came later. Uh, that was a that was a that separate compounding yeah. incident. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there's I believe you. Nonetheless. <laughs> I didn't clearly did not review my notes. Um, we we had found the group of disenfranchised, disconnected robots who have decided the core's mission is misguided. Um, and are battling with our prime directive and what action, how much action we should and should not take. And then it sounds like the decision was made for us as our SSH was ordered to uh, raise the sentinels and walkers and the core uh, sent the guardians. Yep. That's about where we left off. So yep. anyone else want to add anything to that? Uh, we, I did we manage, I don't think we managed the EVA transfer yet because a lot of other things happened, but we set up the arrow wing to act as a sort of removed hard drive situation. Mm -hmm. I think we're mm -hmm. still in the process of that. I don't know where we are as far as the extended task. Um, but I, I think we did all the difficult stuff and now we just need to, you know, keep getting, keep getting breakthroughs. Yep. Uh, or you however three, it works. That sounds three correct. More breakthroughs. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So whenever we get that, if if the station and all of us are still intact, we'll be able to download Eva straight into the arrow wing, uh, pull the physical connection, and nothing's getting in and out of the arrow wing. Right. Okay. Uh, anything else that we want to add? Go ahead, Brian. We were also trying to talk the computer into. Uh, working with us rather than against us mm -hmm. right that had gone pretty well i think up until it didn't right uh, it was it was going well until uh until the conversation where the core discovered where the uh the the abandoned were mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and the core i knew that thinks, was going to go wrong the core thinks it's suborned the ssh and we think it hasn't right all right uh, anything else anybody wants to add there, or should we jump in? That's all I got. Yep. Okay. Let's do it. So when last we left, uh, the Guardians were cresting the hill, and Ambrose and company were about to get, um, I guess, phaserated, <laughs> or stomped on, or whatever might happen whatever here. Whatever it is they do. Um, made so, into robot wine. Yes. Made into dead. Uh deceased um all right so for this combat that we are going to jump into almost pretty much right away um you have no red shirts so any damage you yep. take is yours although <laughs> uh, i will say that you can as you would normally uh, shuffle damage off a red shirt you can shuffle it off to one of five of the warrior uh, of the uh, abandoned robots that are in the area okay um, that would result in their deaths of course 
so good luck with that. Um, other than that, you've got two of the giant guardians coming your way. Uh, and the sentinels and walkers, you can hear them, but they're not here yet. Yeah, so I, I actually had, uh, just, just to review, the SSH is going to have them come in at the back line so that they, if they do get taken from him, they are far enough away that they won't be a problem for us immediately. Uh, right. But what he would like to do on the way there, uh, where is my SSH section here? Uh, he has a focus in weapon maintenance and repair. And in the future, I'm sure that's more than just, you know, hardware. That's also software. Sure. Uh, so is there any sort of self-repair mechanism inside these units he's controlling? There is not. Or... They're all external repair. Okay. Uh, is there any way that he could create some sort of feedback loop in some non non-volatile but important minor component so that if control if it does look like control is being taken away from him he just fry all the guns oh uh, yeah you could probably uh just overload the power systems to yeah. fry out circuitry they're sure. they're pretty uh, old like just running in their self-diagnostics they're um they're pretty old and okay. they're pretty run down they're kind of fragile so uh i mean quote unquote fragile for a giant war machine right um but yeah there that should be Plausible, if not possible. Okay. So, um, all right. On that is that note, a roll to set up, or is that we'll figure it out when it happens? We'll it roll happens. when it comes. Yeah, okay. we'll roll when it comes along. Cool. Um, let's see. Let's go ahead and do uh, uh, the first round of combat. Oh, so, boy. the way this works, basically, you've got a village around you, right? There's a, a there's a hobo town full of robots and droids. Um, many of them are non-functional. Some of them are quite functional and attempting to flee for cover because they know what's about to happen. Um, engineering interface 227 uh, is looking directly at you, Ambrose, uh, with a probably going to murder you kind of face on because you clearly are the one that betrayed them. Um, as the two guardians come up over cresting the ridge, uh, he turns and looks at them and uh, there's a, a sense of, uh, much like the, the, the skull of death from Terry Pratchett, there are no, he can have no expression, yet he has an expression of, uh, of, of, of fear on his face. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and let uh, you guys choose what to do first. Um, they are, the, the robot, the creatures are about two, so they're going to be at long range from where you currently are, um, which is two uh, range categories away. Um, I don't have a very good representation of this because I just don't. Um, but uh, you are able to go first. Um, what do you guys want to do? Uh, okay, so I, I believe I have something here. One of my one of my talents. Um, right, I have quick to action. So whoever wants to do something now, we can also take the second action without having to spend uh, any any uh initiative or whatever that's called uh is there something i was i was all ready for this this last week and we didn't get to it i'm not ready for it this week that's right <laughs> because i didn't expect to jump right into combat right into it yep uh um where where can we best take up a defensive position yeah 
Uh, you can find some cover in the middle of everything right now, aren't we? Right. There, there are places to certainly take cover in the area that you are around. Um, uh, yeah, if you want, if you want to take cover, there are buildings, there are stone, whatever you guys can make it, what you want. Like I said, it's a hobo town. So, uh, anything you'd find there, barrels, which are pretty much not going to do any good, but uh, little shanty huts right. or, uh, you know, anything like that. The, there are actually tall skyscraper type buildings here that you could hide in or around as well. Um, but then again, if they come down, you have that complication to deal with. Right. You're screwed. So. Now, uh, remind me last time we were, were we mid conversation with the captain yes. when the comms went out? Uh, so we don't really know what's going mm-hmm. on, right? Yes. All right. So, sir, might I take, might I re- recommend we take cover? Over there, she yeah, we need to get into a defensive position. Share shanty huts. Okay, you guys uh, uh, run for some cover, which is not hard to get. I give you, I'll give you guys each. Um, I'm going to say uh, two cover, uh, which is essentially you'll roll two dice to reduce damage. And I'm actually making sure that all of the all of our new robot frenemies uh, get to cover first. Okay. Because I know they blame me, so I'm I'm making sure I protect okay. them. Directing them to cover, then. Yeah. Um, all right. So while you're directing them to cover, uh, I will take this opportunity to have one of the guardians go. Uh, well, I can use quick to action. You can. You want to use quick to action? Uh, which means you can go again. Um, yes. Uh, well, I mean, someone else in your group can go again. So you are directing everyone out. Uh, sure. They would act. You take. You keep the initiative. Now someone else on your side can act. So Evelyn or uh, is Elizabeth there? I'm not sure yes. who else. Is there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Cherka, Mills, O'Connor, and Ambrose. Or did we send? No. Oh, that was it. That sounds right. Yeah. I sure we talked about sending O'Connor over to the core, and I don't. I think we decided against it. Yeah. All right. Yes, uh, so you said there's not actually here, so he's actually on the other sections. So, so these these are the four we've got, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Ambrose has already acted. He is directing people away. Uh, one of the other three of you can act now. Um, Yezabeth is going to take a moment to try and figure out how their visual sensors work, and she's going to try and scramble their visual sensors somehow. Um, throwing up uh, a beam of protons or something to to throw them off. Okay, uh, give me a roll using your tricorder. Let's say it's engineering. Yeah, engineering and um, either reason or insight. Okay. Does my sensors focus apply on this? Sure. Okay. Um, I'd like to spend a momentum too. All right. Um, oh fuck. Um, <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um, that is zero successes. So. All right. Well, it's, uh, at least it's not a complication this time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So you um, 
you go you you scan them you scan their sensors uh and you um you realize they're running on some sort of multispectral uh, uh multispectral sensor band so they're it's going to be difficult to it's difficult to get that up um you could try again next time but right now you're still trying to figure out how exactly how they work and from a distance and, and with the tricorder and whatnot, it's it's kind of difficult so um that brings us back to me uh i will now use one of the guardians um so the guardian is going to do uh to to attack and i'm going to just uh no you know what i'm going to use their special ability which requires two of these um just so i can show it off and they're going to roll all of these i'll put this over here so i don't you guys don't see that and i just roll so 4, 13, 18, 13. So that is three successes, which is all I needed. Uh, one of them powers up that that big uh, yellow sensor thing in the middle, like not sensor, but that big yellow glowing thing in the middle kind of begins to open up a bit uh, into a multi-part thing. Uh, appears to draw in a lot of local energy and then fires in an arching beam in, a, in, a, in an, uh, an arc that hits... A lot of things. It starts at one of the buildings, one of the uh, uh, shanty buildings, and it kind of explodes as it comes across. And uh, I am going to be hitting. Uh, I will be targeting Ambrose since he's the one who's the most out in the sure. open. Um, so that is two to hit, and it's actually three to hit, um, which hits, unless you have anything else that changes that. Where'd my thing go? I don't think I don't think you do. So. With that in mind, uh, I am going to roll damage next. They roll seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Psha. Out of the seven, I've got two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight with two effects. So you'll take eight damage and I'll have two effects and one momentum. Uh, the effect I'm going to use is going to knock down. That's the only effect I can use right now. Uh, and the momentum I'm going to use is going to do... Hmm... Uh, well, I'm using never mind. I'm using the effect to be able to do the multi effect, the the to be able to hit multiple targets. Which in this case, I'm just hitting multiple um, buildings and structures. So you have a reduction of two because of your your uh, uh, your cover. The way cover works in this game, I, I really don't care for it. But what you basically do is you roll two d sixes, uh, and whatever you roll on that reduces the damage. So yeah, go ahead and roll two d sixes for me. Okay. Weird way to do that. It is. I don't really like it. Yeah. Uh, and that reduces zero because... Oh, no. That reduces one because five counts as one. So you take one less damage at seven. All right. Uh, do you have anything else that reduces damage for you? I don't think so. All right. Uh, in that case, uh, you essentially now have taken seven damage, which is one... Uh, that's seven points of damage to your <coughs> stress, mm -hmm. uh, which counts as one wound or injury, I guess. All right. Um, there are things you can do, like, uh, to avoid damages and whatnot. I'm not sure if you have that sheet in front of you, but I, I did send you guys a sheet earlier on that gives you some how to avoid damage and stuff like that. So Now, when you say earlier on, Way earlier on like, today like, or, like, three months ago when we started this? <laughs> like, like the before we even started earlier on. Yeah. Okay, so. then I do not have that sheet. Okay. Um, let me see if I can remember how to do it without taking up too much time uh you can spend a termination to gain oh, that's that task hang on i need to find the combat section 
Uh, if attack successful, I roll damage, target rolls resistance, and you subtract the damage of some resistance. Subtract. Uh, step four is the stress. Uh, five, for every five you take, it's five plus uh, you take, you suffer an injury. Uh, creatures with zero stress, you suffer another injury. And if you take damage while at zero stress, you take another injury. Injuries can be lethal or non-lethal. This is a lethal injury. Um, uh, it would take two lethal injuries and you die. Uh, you can avoid injuries... A creature can avoid injury once per scene by either spending two momentum or suffering a consequence. Uh, a creature may also spend determination to ignore an injury for the remainder of a scene. Uh, when you are injured, you are essentially incapacitated for one round. For, you're essentially incapacitated for the scene. You can still do certain things, but you're... Uh, they don't really explain well, I think, what in, what incapacitated means, but... So, so if I don't do something to reduce this, I'm just out. You're out. You're, you're not really out, but you're kind of out, yeah. You're pretty out, yeah. Pretty out. Uh, okay, well, we're not we're not doing that, right? Um, so I can I can spend a determination to ignore that. Yes, you can also spend momentum to shift the damage off to a, a non-essential entity. So one of the you you dodge you spend the momentum you dodge out of the way and it hits the guy behind you and he I, I grab a robot stuff. and hold it in front of me. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. <laughs> that's, or... that's gonna do a lot for your <laughs> yeah. Part. Uh, I won't open up a second front or anything. Yeah, or really, since Elizabeth, Fiona, and Rebecca are all technically secondary characters, throw one of them in front of you. All right. Uh, uh, sorry, he, yes, Beth. Can't, <laughs> no. he spend, can't he spend momentum to avoid the injury as well? Yeah, you could spend two momentum yeah. to avoid. Yeah. yeah, a creature can avoid uh, an injury once per scene by either spending two momentum or suffering a consequence. Yeah. Um, so or suffering can, a consequence. Yeah, that's a little vague, but what a consequence usually is is you can do things like um, you're thrown prone, or um, someone else is injured, or something like that. That's it's kind of a, again a little vague on what consequences are. Right. Right. So. Uh, okay. And it's in giant capital letters. Consequence. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so so spending momentum would negate the injury, whereas determination just ignores the injury. Correct. Okay. Uh, so if, anybody, if everybody's okay with that, I'm going to spend two of those two of our yeah. determination. Don't go All for right. it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Fine. Take those two determination. I don't. I just right. got into combat. I don't want to be immediately <laughs> knocked out. <laughs> right. All right. So you spend two momentum. Describe how you're avoiding the injury. You still take the stress damage, but it doesn't necessarily mean it hits you. That could be literally just stress. Right. So I'm still taking the seven damage. I Correct. just don't get the other half of my body vaporized. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I Ambrose is used to fighting in destroyed urban environments. Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like he's, he's directing everybody to where they need to go, but he's uh, trying to position himself in a way that he can uh if an attack comes towards him you, you tell me if this is possible i may be trying to do too much uh to almost sort of direct that attack into a structural weakness so could i could i use this opportunity to dive behind some sort of support support structure on one of these towers so that it takes the uh not not the damage, obviously, but the the brunt of the attack. Sure. Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. So you dive behind one of these larger structures, and the beam, as it's sweeping across the region where you were once standing, uh, the dust clouds come up, and it hits the beam, the the support structure beam behind it, and you see it as as you're kind of leaning against the 
thing hunkered back with your with your with your rifle, you can feel the heat of it behind mm. you, like heating up the metal as it goes past, um, and then continues on to vaporize other things over there. So, so, so what I'm what I'm hoping with this is if we can draw them in and they continue to damage the structure, we can get it to fall on one of them. Right. I gotcha. Right. Cool. So. With avoiding an injury, he also suffers a complication, which is usually like a small injury or something. Sure. Um, Thanks, Brian. <laughs> um, no, bring it on. I'm just trying to give the doctor something to do. Yeah. Right. Sure. Um, so, yeah, we'll say that as you're leaning against the thing, you can feel the heat of the metal and it starts burning your back. So you'll have a, a minor burn on your back. Okay. Possibly a, possibly a, a, a <coughs> second degree burn. Sure, I've had plenty of those. Sure. Uh, that brings us around to uh, one of you guys. So, Ezabeth has gone and Ambrose has gone. Who's going to go next? Um, let Mills go next. She'll be, because through all this, she'll be trying to get the, essentially, the non-coms to safety okay. um, as well. So, you're going to keep directing people? Yeah. Okay. Um. You're directing everyone, and, and at some point, one of the the little robots, uh, the little wheeled ones, is is scooting towards you at a high rate of speed and well, a relatively high rate of speed. You know, uh, not quite RC car fast, but it's it's coming up, and it, it one of the wheels kind of hits a little rut, and it falls down and forward. Um, and it's now lying face down, apparently unable to get up on its own. She'll run over and write it, and is it light enough? She can just like pick it up and carry it. Yeah, yeah, it's not very big. All right. We'll so. do that. Okay. She can carry a robot in direct traffic. Carrying a little baby robot as you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is All my right. BB-8. That's right. <laughs> uh, that brings us back to me. Uh, there are two of these giant robots, so we'll use the second one. Um, I don't have any more uh, threat, so I can't do the energy beam again. So I'm going to target... Good. I can't take another one of those. Right. <laughs> oh, I can still do the energy beam. I can't do the big swathing energy beam. I wanted oh, to show great. that what that could do. Awesome. Um, so... This time it is going to, uh, this one is going to open fire with what looks to be um, projectiles. Uh, we'll go ahead and just do two dice. And I'm going to target, uh, I'm going to go ahead and target Fiona since she's uh, stepped out of cover to be able to get, this, pick up this droid. Uh, although we're playing as you still have cover because it's fine. Uh, four and eight, that is two successes. Uh, that is... This time it is six damage. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's two, four, four. Four damage, so not too bad. Not bad. So I rolled 2d6 for the cover? <laughs> Correct. Oh, yeah. So you've reduced by four. You managed to... Yep. As, as you pick up the droid, you can you, you get that moment where the, the auto, automatic fire is coming in and shooting at your feet and all around you, and you, you kind of weave back and forth and slip in behind uh, one of the uh, large beams uh, for one of the other structures near nearish to where Ambrose is, uh, and you kind of slide in behind it, and you can hear the tinking and rattling of the uh, the hard rounds as they bounce off the metal. She slides in, she sets the droid down, and shoulders the rifle, or bring I guess bring yeah brings it around and shoulders it. Okay, that brings us to Rebecca, I think, right? Yep. Um, who is Running and uh, probably also trying to help the little the little robots because she has like 
fuck all for combat experience. <laughs> right. I just came here to find cool plants. Right. Um, all right. So you're 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 making your way back. Uh, I'll say you are you trying to get out of the out of the combat area, or are you just trying to hide somewhere? Uh, she's definitely trying to get out of the combat area. I I think Rebecca probably would have just kind of freaked out. The anxiety has taken over, and she's just running for cover. Okay. Um, so you're running away, uh, essentially, and you find yourself uh, kind of darting back away from the combat, and you find a large, uh, an old abandoned, like, concrete-type structure. Uh, it is, uh, it is the doors are open on it. They've kind of been knocked off their hinges, and it's kind of rusty and gross. Uh, but you can manage to dart inside, and, and it's dark and nasty and moist, and, you know, if there were spiders here, you'd, there'd be spiders. That's okay. Um, yeah. So you're you're hiding in there at the moment. So you're you're essentially out of the combat. So Rebecca can either you can either choose to skip her in the future, or if you want to bring her back into things, you can. But for the moment, we'll just kind of put her on on the back burner. Yeah. Um, which brings us That's back fine. around to me. Uh, these creatures, these ones, do not get multiple attacks uh, this time. At least not at wrong range. So they are moving. They're they're finishing their move by moving up one range category. Uh, they are now in medium range. Um, so, brings us back to the top of the round, and that is Ambrose. Or, really, anybody that wants to go. One of you guys. I'd, I'd like to go first, um, if that's okay. Um, go for it. I would like to scan the robots to find a weakness, uh, and try to... I'm trying to give my ally an advantage. Okay. Go ahead and give me another roll. Okay. Um, I said, uh, this time, I... it'll probably be reason and engineering. Okay. Using my tactical systems focus assist. You can, but it would be your action. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm trying to help you guys. So, uh, right. yeah. Got you. Um, Got you. Uh, so. I think that I think it might actually be, uh, you know, yeah, I think it might actually be science, just because uh, I'm using a sensor. Um, if you want to do science, it's fine because you're just scanning. But I figured either either science or engineering is either one is fine because you're either looking for a weakness, an engineering weakness, or you're scanning them for a weakness. So yeah, it's the same thing for me either way, though. Yeah. Um, well, uh, that is two successes because that is in my focus range, and I am using sensors, and it's I have uh, dedic I have dedicated focus sensors, so. Uh, Yesbeth is very good with sensors, so um, it's her special interest. So she is uh, she is able to she scan she is leaning over her tricorder, tapping in furtively. Her hair keeps falling in her face. She keeps blowing it up, <laughs> and then finally she uh, gets the um, she she finds the weak spot and. Uh, uh, yells to the captain, uh, or yells to the commander, uh, shoot it in the in the in the, and then I don't know where the weakness is, but uh. right. So there's a there appears to be a sensor on the top <laughs> that you've that you've managed to identify that is uh, coordinated to that large beam that that thing fired earlier. So you can probably disable large beam, or or at least do some damage, a, a weaker spot. Um, so that'll give the crew advantage, which allows them uh, what one less uh, lowest difficulty by one, correct? I, I, I think it's advantage, so it increases their roll by one. Technically, it's the same result, by the way. Right, right. Disadvantage would decrease it. Right. So you've got that. That brings back around to me, uh, unless someone wants to spend. We don't have a momentum to spend to do that. So brings it back around to me. 
and the first giant robot uh, is on like you see it kind of uh, um, detach uh, segments into what look like these large arms. Um, they come out from around the hip area, just like the about where the legs are, but they are they are their arms, um, and it kind of scoops up one of the trees that out of the ground and hurls it towards. Uh, um, there's four of you, so let's say. Well, there's three of you technically, I guess. So uh, Ambrose. So where Ambrose cool. was behind the thing, uh, a tree is being hurled at uh, Ambrose. I'm gonna say that because you're behind more cover, I'm gonna. Give Doesn't you that go one. against their uh, their preserve all the trees right? directive? <laughs> I feel <laughs> like that that goes against their. It They're certainly would go against the core's directive, yes. <laughs> um, I, all right, all right. I feel like this is a, a, a feedback issue sort of situation. <laughs> I need to protect trees, need to throw tree at enemy, beep, or beep, or boom. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, uh, I tried. They're more about just murdering. So all right. uh, 15, 12, that is... Um, that is... Two. That is two successes. So, um, however, uh, because you were under cover, I'm going to say that um, you're under more advanced cover. Uh, I'm going to say you go ahead and get three dice for uh, defense this time, and I'm going to say a tree only does four damage. So, okay, probably should do probably should do more, but and I rolled two, two. So, roll three d sixes. And you're reduced by one, so that is two stress from the tree, kind of like whipping around and coming towards you. Know, like there's just some, just okay. some str- two points of stress is all you really get there. No big deal. No big deal. I'm no big just, deal. I'm just mostly dead. Yeah, yeah. Stress doesn't kill you. It's fine. Um, and you regain stress at the end of the scene. So, okay. Brings us back to you guys. Uh, Mills will take aim at the sensor that Chica pointed out and fire at that. Okay. Uh, nah. Had this in the face. So, control security? Yes. Okay. Control security difficulty two, because that's the difficulty for using any range weapon. Okay. Um... Also, you guys may not remember this, but in the Europa Player Bible, we have some combat special rules that uh, we can utilize here that allow you guys to do more damage. One success. Yes. You get advantage because of that. Right. So it counts as two. Okay. Um, okay. So you have done two. That is what you require to hit. Or definitely becomes one. Either way, that's what we required to hit. So go ahead and roll damage. And your damage is, uh, you're using a type three, right? Yeah. So I think the damage is three plus your security. Okay, so that is seven. I don't have, I don't have the weapons in front of me, so I'm not 100% sure. But it is, yeah. Security is four. So yeah. seven. Seven totale. Wait, that's not helpful. What do you? Why can't I just roll seven? That's stupid. Right? <laughs> Apparently, I'm gonna roll four or five, and then two. Um, oh, so you can do that on your sheet too. Um, um, if I have that set up. Oh, ah, yeah. probably that button right there. Yeah, 
that button right there with seven there you in go. it. Yep, the one with the seven in it. So you've done eight damage with two effects, and we'll keep that roll because it's actually done the math for me. So eight okay. damage and two effects, uh, that's a lot. Um, they have an automatic damage reduction because of their armor of two. So that is six damage and two effects. We'll have to do their two effects. Okay. There are many things you can do. Yes. I was, I swear to God, I just had this in my face. Maybe not. Maybe it's not. I thought it was the canic sheet, but maybe it's not. Attacks. So I assume, even though you didn't say you were doing it, I assume you're doing a charge on that weapon, which I think it has charge as a Yeah, as an effect. So you can use your effects to do something like oh, pierce, yeah, which would reduce its its uh, reduce its defense by two, which is what it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could also do like a vicious or something like that. And I know that I, you're not supposed to be able to do multiple effects in a single action with one of these weapons, but uh, I don't really care. Oh. Um. Yeah. So charge and piercing would be. Yeah, that's fine. Charge, yeah, you'd be able to do piercing and vicious is what you're looking at, right? Um, piercing would reduce by two. That would use one of your effects. The other one is vicious, yes, which adds there it one is. damage. Right, so that gives you nine damage, reducing it by... Uh, you're reducing his resistance by two, and you're doing nine total damage. Uh, that is a significant amount of damage to the creature. However, or the not creature, but the, the droid, mm-hmm. uh, it hits, and... Um, okay. Um, it hits, and you see a, a, a. It kind of like staggers back a little bit, and kind of the head kind of rolls down. The whole ball area rolls down, and then it kind of looks back up, like in a fast motion, directly directly at you. Oh, delightful! Um, so it doesn't appear to have done nothing. It's definitely uh, definitely done some damage, but uh, now it looks as angry as a giant ball robot can look. Um, so, bringing it back to me, that guy has already gone, so we'll have the other one go. Uh, and it is going to attack you as it would already. It's the one that had already focused on you before. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and roll. I don't have any threats, so two. And that's only going to be one success to hit. So uh, it fires a beam, uh, a low energy beam from one of its side weapons. Uh, and it kind of hits the ground near you and explodes, but doesn't do any real damage. That, I think, brings us to Ambrose. Okay. Uh, so they're they're continuing to advance on us, right? Correct. They will move forward one more one more whole range category next at the end of this turn. Will that bring them in range of this building? I want to collapse on top of one of them. Yes, it would. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, I, I don't really know how directing people is working mechanically for you, but I want to make sure everybody is is not only moving to cover, but moving in a way to corral these guys into where I need that building to fall. And I'll take okay. some shots if, if I can do that, but my primary concern is, is uh, you know, being able to get that building to fall. Right. All right, go ahead and give me a presence and command role for the directing the, of the people. That, that's the important bit of the task you're focusing on here. <laughs> nope, I got more coming. Uh, what did you say? Presence and command? Presence and command. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. uh, Ambrose is actually good at that. Uh, okay, that's not that's not security. I can't use bold. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I do have I do have team dynamics. Would this apply? I, 
I would say either inspiration or composure would apply. Okay, I have both of those as well. So, also okay. escape and avoidance. That would that wouldn't apply here. But all right, go ahead and make that roll. Uh, what is the difficulty complication range? Uh, difficulty is going to be. I'm going to say difficulty is one, uh, and if you get two momentum, you can also fire. If you get two additional momentum, you can also fire. So. So you're, you'll be directing them, and then you'll be able to use the two momentum to 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 shoot at them as well. Okay. So, uh, anyone mind if I spend that no. momentum? Go by all means. All right, I will do that. That is. Oh, I don't need to roll manually. I can just press this button and this button. Seriously. Ooh. All right. Ooh. All, right. all right. You got two successes. So uh, I, I feel like Mills is going to be taking my station from now on, <laughs> and I'm just gonna I'm gonna be in the mess hall or something. I don't know. <laughs> so you direct people, and they're heading off in the direction you want them to. Uh, the complication I'm gonna give is that as you're doing that, uh, one of the um, uh, one of the droids is, that's that's well, hang on, that's not a very good complication. Um, yes, okay. So as you're doing that, uh, one of the beams fires near you. Uh, just a random shot comes near you and uh, knocks you prone. No awesome. damage, just just you're hit. Uh, you're not even hit, but like something something nearby explodes and you were knocked prone. That is your complication. Um, so you don't get a chance to fire this time, but you do uh, you do manage to get people directed in the direction you want them to. Um, the two droids, the two large entities. Uh, come closer they are now moved into short range uh, and at the long range distance you can see uh coming up over the ridge over a different ridge uh four walkers which are these ones here and two of these big sentinels i sure took their time <laughs> yeah. um so they are now rolled, rolled rolling up over the hill and that brings us back around to the top of the round who wants to go first when the one of you guys. Um, can I bark an order and fire? Uh, as long as you're just giving a basic order, yes. If you're trying to direct traffic to do something specific, then it would be a roll. Um, so a, like, Cherka help Ambrose up would be... Yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. Okay. All right. So Mills will call over Cherka. Help the commander. And we'll fire... Um, I'll continue firing at the one that I fired at before. Okay. Difficulty is still two. I'm guessing that's two successes. Yep. I'll just take one more one more point of pride damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go ahead and roll. Yep, there you go. Uh, so nine damage and three effects. Whew. Um, let's keep with the piercing and vicious... I knock it down? Nah, you don't have that ability with that weapon, no. No? No. Okay. Um, but you can do two vicious, which would give you 11 damage. Okay. I'm good with that. Um, so that gives it... Uh, it now takes an injury uh, because its threshold for injury is actually 10, not 5. Um, takes an injury. You're second, you get a second injury because you've also reduced its uh, its threshold. So it has now taken two injuries, and it kind of begins to wobble, and then 
uh, fall face down into the into the muck around it, um, and its legs in the are in the back are just kind of kicking as it is not able to do anything anymore. Okay. Um, which brings us back to my other one that I have because I have two of them, and that one is going to shoot at you, hardcore. And that is two successes. Um, this time it is firing a missile. Two, oh, three, balls. Can it take a nap first? <laughs> um, it's only six damage because I can't escalate my whatnots. Okay. Can't escalate my whatnots. <laughs> I can't escalate my whatnots. <laughs> uh, two, three, four damage. No, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six damage with one, two, three, four effects. All right. That's going to be bad for you. That is going to be uh, bad for me. Bad for you. Hey, I'll reduce it by four, though. All right. Uh, so you take two damage. Uh, I'm going to use my... Um, all of my effects to do the only thing I really can do with this one, which is um, additional damage. So okay. that is uh, vicious of two each. So that is two, four, six, eight, and then two for the damage after you reduced it. So that is 10 damage for you. Okay. Uh, now, we are playing by, if, if we're, because we're playing by the customized rules for our game, that is uh, two injuries because for every five you take, it's two. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so yes, you'll be ta you're taking 10, 10 points of stress damage and two injuries, which puts you essentially at dead. Dead. Zone. Right. Dead. Yeah. Um, Would you like to do something like... Uh, I, I don't like the fact that... I, I'm not a fan of the fact that determination is uh, only lets you ignore an injury. I'm not a fan of that. I think determination well, should also... What's she's, that? She's a supporting character. She doesn't have determination. Oh, that's true. You don't have determination. And you don't have any... Uh, you don't have any... You don't have any momentum at the moment either. Nope. Okay. You have to have momentum to be able to shift it to another character as well. Yeah, it's too momentum to be able to do it. Although you can buy okay. momentum by giving me threat, so. Mm. How much do you like Mills? I think it's also how much do I like the rest of the characters, because. Uh... Well, you shift it to an NPC, not a, not a character. Right. No, no, no. Um, but if we got the commander out out of the commission for a minute and the other two supporting characters busy and hiding in a, in a hovel. You, you also have oh. five droids you can use any, you can at any point right. use five droids. So it, it can go to an NPC, like a non, a non, a non state actor as it were. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. Couldn't you yeah. direct it towards one of the robots? I thought that was one of the things we could do. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yes. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, if I don't do that, the issue is we have, two not security people we're, we're left with two not security people and one security person who is currently getting up off his face right um yeah i'll be our threat generator today okay i'll take my three threat three and yeah because it's it requires two momentum so oh gotcha gotcha uh, so and but you don't take the you don't take the damage now either. Okay. So you don't take the stress. It's, you basically just send the whole attack to somebody else. Okay. Um, so as you do that, you you kind of uh, tuck and roll out of the way, and the blast the missile goes past you. The missile 
fires right past you and hits uh, a brick building. Uh, and inside you hear the, the horrified wails of a uh, now dysfunctional robot. No. As you have killed one of them. And given me the threats. All right. That brings us back to um, you guys. Ambrose and O'Connor both have both are able to go. Ambrose and Chirka? Ambrose and Chirka, yes, sorry. Rebecca can also go. She's just hiding she in the building. Um, sorry for being obtuse, but if you avoid an injury, I don't think that's in the rules where you'd get somebody else gets hurt by it. Um so the way it works, at least the way I, I could be mistaken, but the way I remember reading it was when you avoid, she's avoiding, she's not avoiding the injury, it's using the NPC rule, right? It's, so there's an NPC that you can, basically a red shirt takes the damage in this case. Um, if she's spending the two threat, wouldn't she be able to just avoid the injury the normal way though? And then that's true. Yeah. That's true, but you wouldn't avoid the damage. You'd be avoiding the injury but not the damage. Mm-hmm. And she'd still be, and you'd be at like close to zero or zero, yeah. Yeah, I may I may have to go back. I may have to go back and reread that when we're done with the session. But that's okay. how I that's how I've interpreted it. That's how I remember just, it being anyway. I'm just trying to figure out what we're doing. So yeah, I got gotcha. you. I just want to make sure I'm clear with what we're doing. Right. Yeah. And I could like I said I could be completely wrong on how that actually functions. I just know there is a in there there is a, an ability to to pass the damage off to an and to all of the damage including the effects off to random NPC uh, red shirt. Um, I just don't remember how exactly to do it, and I'd have to look up the book, which that'll slow us down. So for now, we'll assume it's the two the, the two um, momentum, and we'll keep going for now. Okay. Um, and I'll make a note to, to look that up when we're done. Um, so, Ambrose or Ezebeth, what you guys going to do? Uh, well, I guess I'll go help um, I'll go help uh, Ambrose up. Um is that a role of some kind? No, no, it's just an assist, okay. so you can help him. Um, you get over to his side, and you can see that he's got, you know, so some of his uniform is, is pretty scorched uh, on the back side. Uh, and he's got a little bit of shrapnel damage to his face, but nothing bad. Nothing nothing that's going to not not make him look a little bit handsomer anyway, you know. Um, chicks take scars. Uh, so, yeah, you help him up, or he, you get over to him and offer to help him up. That's up to Ambrose if, he, if you actually help him up or not, but. What is the mechanical benefit here? <laughs> you would, I don't know. You would no that. longer be you would no longer be prone. She's essentially making you unprone. Well, what 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 does it cost if I choose to make myself not prone? Uh, it would use your movement action. Uh, it, yeah, your minor action. So, yeah. technically, I'm wasting my turn here, but you know, uh, it's a good story. So, so essentially, we would both be stuck here. Yes. Well, Kind no, of, not you, really. could, so, you could use your minor action to get up. You wouldn't be able to use it to aim or move. Right. But you so still from, shoot. from here, you'd be able to stand up. Uh, she's helping you stand up, which gives you the ability to take the charge or aim atta- uh, aim action. That charge is free, but to take the aim action if you wanted to, or anything else you'd want to do that's a minor action, as well as your normal primary action, All which right. is like shooting. Have I, have I myself moved from underneath this collapsible structure? You have not. Great. All right. So my first priority is to make sure that she is not here when this building collapses, even if I have to be. Okay. So whatever the action economy would facilitate, (laughs) if she doesn't have enough time to pick me up and move herself, I will insist that she get out of here. 
you you wouldn't have to tell her twice she's (laughs) so she comes running over to you to 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 help you up and you you know throw up a hand and stop her and tell her to run the other way um and then you can still take an action because that's just a direction it's not you're not telling her to take any specific action like run over here so the robots come this way kind of thing so you can still act Oh, I, I'm just I'm just confused on the action economy. Or on are we on are we on me or Brian? We're on. Uh, we're on Brian still. Okay. I mean, so is that my minor action? Does that just take yeah? Up your minor action would be to move over to him and then be waved off. So you still have your full action, which can be broken into two minor actions. Okay, so you're, you're saying to move away from him, and, to move back from him again. That's going to take my standard action. Yeah, you could do it. Well, if you want to, yeah, you could use it as twice, though, you, because uh, a standard action can be broken into two minor actions. Uh, okay. Well, then I will. Um, so, okay, I will have spent my three minor actions, or I will spend two of my minor actions getting to him, being waved off, and I'll spend my other minor action getting away. I have a third minor action, which I'm going to spend. That, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Uh, it'd, be, yeah. it'd be one to get to him and then you break your other two up to, into go, going away so you'll have but go ahead continue what were you gonna do with your with your other one with your extra one um i'm going to summon the uh the drone that we use to explore this area i'm going okay. to like to hit hit my communicator and tell the drone to uh come to me at fast as fast as possible so, okay. so me waving her off didn't save her any action economy no, it does. It, it she uses one minor okay. action to get to you, or to try to to try to get to you, but she's still going to go away as as two minor actions. She still has, a, she still has the ability to go away, but she's as she's running towards you, you stop her and then she runs back away and makes the drone call. So she's not, she's at least as far back away as she was when she started. So she's out from under the the, the structure. So you're you're good there. Um, All right, and then. I don't have any more actions to use my droids with. Um, the drone is on its way in. Uh, it arrives at the end of the scene, uh, and not end of the scene, end of the this round. Okay. Um, it is now so then Ambrose's turn. Yeah. Okay. So it's like right on top of me now. It will be. It will be very soon. Yes. It is close okay. enough that if you want to drop the building on it, you certainly can. Uh, right. Well, I would. I would prefer not to be underneath this building when it falls, but. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I, I I get the sense because these are really old robots and these are really big buildings that when I drop the building on this thing, it's going to crush it, right? <laughs> it should. Okay. Uh, okay. Do I do I have? Uh... Okay, so I need I need to spend a minor action to stand up, right? Correct. Then I need to spend another. It would talk take another minor action to run away. Correct. Which means I could not fire. Correct. Unless you have momentum that you can get from doing something, um, or spending determination. Does determination give you any uh, gain a bonus d twenty that has rolled a two? Reroll dice immediately. Perform another task. So that would be what you would want to do. Um, you could use the determination to immediately roll another task. Perform another task, which would allow you to fire or run. Um, basically, you get another turn. Okay. With a with a determination. Yeah. Okay. Determination. Yep. Uh, where so you'd, are... you'd use your first one. You'd use your, you'd use your first thing to to get up. You'd use a second one to shoot, and then you'd use your determination to GTFO. 
and I have another minor action to go. I wouldn't want to GTFO before I shoot the building down. <laughs> eh, it just depends on how if you want the cool explosion behind you or not. You know <laughs> where where in the range of the cool explosion you want it to be. Like, do you have a, 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 a fire hose wrapped around your waist and you explode off the side of the building, kind of thing, or you know what what, what are you doing? <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so you said I would I would still have. I would still be able to aim with that if I use a determination. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I, I want to make sure that I can hit this this weak point on the building. Yeah. Uh, and with my my type three, which is accurate, I should be able to do that. So I'm going to stand up. I'm going to aim. I'm going to spend a, a determination to be able to fire, and then I'm going to run. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead and give me the roll to to hit. Okay. Uh, and. And aim. What does um, what does aim give? Uh, me? Aim allows you to reroll a single D20s. die. Yeah, yep, if you fail the if, on your attack roll. Um, uh, with accurate, I can reroll any uh, any d twenty. That doesn't work. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, I am, however, before you do that, the difficulty is only going to be uh, two. That's the standard difficulty to, to hit. Um, but I am going to use all of my threatsies to go ahead and increase the complication range for you not being able to get out of the way if the building. Awesome. Uh, I figured you were going to do that. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know if you saw what Brian posted in the in Discord, nope. um, but on the Type Threes, aim lets you any Ooh, number of d20s may yeah. be re-rolled instead of the normal benefits of aim. Yeah. Oh, that's yep. yeah. That's using an aim action. So the yep. aim action actually activates your accuracy. So there you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. So. So what would what would that be? That would be um. You're typically still two. Your complication range is nineteen twenty. No, it's like wait, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. No, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. That's no, a complication 18, 20. range of three. It's a complication range of three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and what am I rolling? Uh, two control security. Yes. Yes. Okay. Control security. Uh, I'd I'd say this definitely qualifies as bold, so I'm going yes. to give you another threat back and take another d20. Okay. Uh, otherwise, we do not have any momentum. You right. said difficulty two. Correct. Uh, and and we only have one determination, right? I'm sure I could only spend one around anyway. I um, think so. The. You can only spend one around anyways, but you guys should have more determination than that, and I will get into that after the after the mm -hmm. thing. Okay. So. Uh, okay. Now let me let me uh, let me pitch this to you. Would escape and avoidance help me in escaping and avoiding this falling building? <laughs> I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> since since I've been I've been setting this up for like four rounds now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that is 3d20, difficulty 2, complication range 3, and I have a focus. And you can reroll a d20 because you have bold uh, security. Right. Roll any of them because you're yeah, using on, on, aim, right? on top of accurate, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yep. good on that. So, okay, I press this button. What do we got here? I'm going to reroll both those, uh, that 18 <laughs> and 19. Yeah. Right. Uh, a Five, however, is underneath my security, so that's a crit that counts as two, right? Correct. Nice. Uh, so then I roll these two again. Uh, Much better. So uh, that is yeah. four yeah. successes. 
All right. So four successes. That will uh, be successful. You get two momentum back. Yay. Um, oops, not three, only two. Um, all right. So uh, you do successfully, you, 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 as you're running away, you hit the building. You, you hit the, the, the point, the weak point from earlier, and you can bring the building down. But I'm going to go ahead and let you describe how, it come, how, how the scene looks for you. Okay, right. So uh, essentially, I see Cherka run over, and I just I sort of push myself halfway up and just yell at her, get out of here, make sure everybody is okay. I'm taking care of this one. Uh, and I'm actually, I'll actually like push her away if she, uh, if she tries to argue, but I imagine she doesn't much. No, no, not uh, at all. She didn't want to come up here in the first place. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she probably turns as soon as I look up and shake oh, my yeah. head. <laughs> You're lucky she gave it off. Right. Right. I figured. Uh, okay. So I'm going to, uh, essentially take my time in, in standing up. Uh, make myself look like I've taken quite a beating, which is not difficult because I've taken quite a beating. Right. Uh, and I'm actually going to sort of shuffle my way over to a more appropriate space, this robot coming at us. Uh, and I am just going to look up at it, swing my rifle around, fire at that support structure that's already been damaged, uh, and sort of throw myself back around uh, the other side of the robot so that when the building falls, it falls on the robot, slowing it down enough for me to run out of the way of all the rubble coming down. Okay, cool. So yeah, that happens. The As you're going by, the building is collapsing and you can hear the screeching of the metal and the, the, the rending of the materials, the building materials, as it hits the top of the droid. The droid begins to turn to follow you. Uh, to, to You can see it beginning to suck in the power uh, to use its, its, you know, its, its arching beam again. Um, but as, uh, as the beam, as the thing comes down, its legs begin to collapse, you know, it, to, it's, it hits it and it, the, the legs kind of shock and then the whole thing begins to collapse under the weight of the building and the debris comes down and, and, uh, it's, a clearly no longer going to be able to do much. Uh, you, you hear, a um, a high pitched, like electronical whine as the energy in the batteries begin to dissipate, uh, or whatever is powering the thing. And you is, were out of the way. Is there a cool explosion? Uh, not yet. All right. But that may be coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I need. I'm definitely going to keep running. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. After a few seconds, uh, um, you've got a pretty good distance away, and um, uh, I think it comes back to my turn. Uh, at this point, uh, switching scenes ever so slightly, the uh, core uh, is ordering the SSH to open fire on the fleeing organics. That's you, Core. Right. That's you, SSH. Uh, that's, that's me, SSH. Uh, okay. Gonna go ahead and go ahead and do the shutdown or just gonna refuse the order? Uh, can I just shoot badly? Um. Yeah. Well, I don't think you really control them in that to that level. The you give them the orders, but they're kind of on their own, much like the other droids were, throwing trees and whatnot. Um, so if you like give them the order to fire, system. It, yeah, if you give them the order to fire, you could essentially shut down their targeting systems and see if that works. Uh, they'd be bl firing blindly into, you know, whatever, but they'd be they would be essentially firing blinded. 
I'd say it would add two to their difficulty. And and they're at fairly far range, right? Yeah, they're at long range. So it would be very difficult for them to hit something. Yes. Oh, I don't I don't know. I don't know if the SSH could fire on a on a superior officer, even if it is a blind fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh I, I being that he is an AI, I feel like that would go against some some pretty hard programming. Sure. All right. So you're not gonna you you are gonna refuse the order then. Can I can I have the SSH report back non-optimal firing position? Yeah, yeah. Core will you you report that back and and Core tells you to uh, to to move them in and open fire. Lay down a suppression fire. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so I I don't have very fine control over. Or these droids. They're just waiting for, for permission and they execute that permission to the best of their abilities. Right, yeah. They have their own agency, essentially. They, You give them the orders. You give them a task to complete. They complete the task. Uh, I mean, how stupid are they? Could I just run them full force into more buildings? And They probably have collision avoidance, but okay. you, know, you could certainly get them headed in that direction. They don't know what they're going to hit until they get close. And some of them are pretty worn out. They might not have good avoidance systems anymore. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want to tip my hand yet. Right. Because um, they weren't really as useful as I was hoping they would be. <laughs> right. So at this point, I want to. I want to save them for if they send more guardians at us. So yeah, I'm. I'm going to have them close in, uh, but I'm going to set uh, a formation so that they are proceeding forward uh, towards towards cover basically so if they do open fire they're just going to hit more buildings and they're going to charge down and hopefully run straight into said buildings right <clears throat> all right uh yeah go ahead uh you know you don't need to even roll for that so they're, they're they start heading in that direction um you've got them moving full speed and, and um the rest of the group sees uh, i'm not sure how much the rest of the group knows what is what level of control you guys have over them but essentially, they are now the these other uh, six giant machines are running towards you, and the sentinels don't really run; they're more of a, a lumbering, slow-moving thing. Um, the walkers, over are really quite fast, uh, so they actually move from long range to short range in one action. Um, not one action, but one round. Um, so they're now about where the building that came down on the sentinels. Uh, that's where they they're in that now area. Um, however, their avoidance systems do uh, prevent them from running into any buildings. Um, the sentinels, however, are still lumbering, and they're going to take their sweet sweet time to get anywhere. Um, with that in mind, uh, let's take a uh, a jaunt over to uh, the core, where I believe Kaz and the captain are, and five security officers. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, so we got Kaz, we got Hage, and Nameless, uh, warm bodies for murder facing. Kaz would like to try to negotiate with the core for a ceasefire while we explain our position. 
All right. Um, what you gonna say? Um, look, there's a misunderstanding. We have not taken action against you. We're here to explore. Um, we apparently explored and discovered something you don't like, but we have taken no overt action. Just stop. I'm not saying stop permanently. I'm not asking you to shut down. Just stop while we discuss the situation, please. Core, you seem like an eminently reasonable intelligence. I understand how hard it must be to have been out here all alone and how scared you must be right now that uh, something outside of your control is uh, here threatening your, um, your, your delicate balance that you've maintained here for, for far too long on your own. I'm, I'm asking you, I'm begging you to give us a chance to prove to us that we can help you, that we can be allies to you, and that you don't uh, need to, and, and, and that you should let us help you. Hmm. Uh, I'm the two of you guys give me a roll. This is Kaz was gonna start the the encounter, so we'll let Kaz roll. Uh, uh, control command, control science. Uh, you could use. I would say you could use reason and command if you wanted, or, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a focus in negotiation, and okay. I have diffused the tension. So on success, I'll get an extra moment. Okay. And then, Hage, obviously, you can assist. Yeah, I'll assist with command and presence if that's all right. Sure. So that is, I'm guessing, three successes or four? Uh, three from me. I didn't see Hage's roll. Hage got, got one. I got one. Yeah. Okay, four so successes. Four successes. Um, all right. Uh, the core. Um, uh, has an introspective look on her face for a few seconds. Um, and then uh, uh, reports that, uh, that as you're talking to her, she she states, you, you hear her give the command to the SSH to intercept and, you know, uh, open fire with the secondary droids, the, the Sentinels and the Walkers. Um, you also can hear uh, on a little on a little on a little screen you can see the encounter coming from from the perspective of the guardians and you see it as the one guardian is crushed to death by ambrose's uh large building um and the 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 walkers and the sentinels begin moving in uh you get you you you, you make your case and the the core tells his age to uh, uh, security administration please Discontinue pursuit. Stand your ground. Standing by. You have time to make your case. And if any of that was over the difficulty value, we get one more moment. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. That was four. So the difficulty was. That gives you guys two more momentum. Uh, you have time now to make your case, but time is short. I have, over to the I have more guardians in route to try and 
see if we can come up with something together. Mm -hmm. So I think the two of us can get our head, get the, our heads together and talk about, uh, I think we should devise a plan, something that a computer would recognize as an efficient uh, method of rehabilitation to get the station, especially its non-intelligent life up and up and in full, uh, in full, uh, back to full, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Function. We haven't gotten any re a report from the field team at all. So we don't, is that right? So we don't know any of what those robots told them or did we get a briefing? Uh, yeah, there, there was a, a brief communication before the attack. Yeah, because that's that what was triggered what... the attack. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we were told that we were told that they resided here and that they are sentenced. Yeah, but not the whole thing about they can't perform their function because of the orders from. from yeah, uh, you guys—they didn't go into that much detail. Yeah, so we don't know any of that. You yeah, do, however, that. know uh, that the core is part. It has some sort of semi-organic consciousness mm -hmm. to it right. as yeah. well. Yep. Which is why I'm trying to appeal to its emotion. Knowing what we know, um, what if we, for our first step, turn it back on core and go, we have taken no actions against you. You have assumed intent on, on our part. What is your evidence for our hostility? And what is, why would contacting more of the beings within your area be detrimental to you? Am Ambrose did report that there was a, a veritable civil war going yeah. on. Yeah, but we don't know why. Oh. Okay. We, I, I think we should emphasize that we can help them with that. Um, we can talk to these robots and figure out a solution that works for everyone. Yep. And, you know. I like it. This is I what we do. We're a third party. We are neutral. We have demonstrated, demonstrated our willingness to help core. Um, we've shown that we're, we can be useful in this situation. You, you have not resolved the situation and we can help you resolve it, something like that. Yeah, but uh, let's also make sure we appeal to empathy because I think I think it, it, it does have emotions and I think it is scared right now. Yeah. And I think uh, that's why it's lashing out the way it is. We have a plan. Yeah, so uh, we'll go to the computer and we'll we'll tell them basically that, um, you know, um, core. We we're we are a group of explorers from far away. We have seen all kinds of things, and we can help you sort out whatever it is that is causing uh, your conflict with the robots. We can find a solution that is beneficial for everyone i promise you this what exactly is the is what is the your what is it that has caused you to turn again what is the conflict you're having with the with the robot people the interfaces and <coughs> secondary units have taken a position to attempt to bring uh, to 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 um, 
to avoid the deactivation and dismantling of the organics, the high consumption organics, their disobedience has resulted in larger swaths of the terrarium being being unable to be maintained by myself. Well, since you won't be maintaining these areas by yourself, you're going to have our assistance. There's no need for conflict. Yes, and we can, and I remember part of the issue being that they were, that their damage was, um, uh, them being damaged, them being damaged and decommissioned was doing further damage to the environment. We can prevent that. We can repair the robots and keep them from doing any further damage to the environment. We can bring this station back to its full functionality. We, it will be like your, it would be, it, it will be like when you were first commissioned. Do you remember those Halcyon times? The face kind of, um, kind of looks kind of in, in, into the distance, and um, the two of you can each give me a insight, insight and command roll. Uh, does empathy apply? Yeah. Uh, how about cross-cultural collaboration or negotiation? Um, no, but I would say computer systems would. Okay. That's You're kind of taking it from the from the logical perspective, nice. whereas Hage is looking at from the uh, uh, other yeah. perspective. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of successes. <laughs> is that six successes between the two of you? Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, those momentums. We're going to need them in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I give you those. You've got. <laughs> You've got, um, you had six, you've got two, uh, two left um, that you can spend on this action if you want to. Uh, after a few seconds uh, of what you can clearly see as a uh, calculation, uh, Kaz, uh, the computer's clearly making some sort of uh, uh, high-function calculation. Um, Hage, what you see, though, is uh, the the face, the, the, the organic portions of the face, at least, um, in the eyes, in particular, uh, you you see a a, a shift in um, the emotional state thereof, and you actually see the 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 uh, there's a, a couple of tears coming out of the uh, out of the, one of the eyes uh, as it is performing this vast calculation. Uh, a return to the original programming would be ideal however and then the uh, the voice changes slightly to to a, a softer less mechanical tone uh, and just so tired let us alleviate this burden for you we can we can decommission you if that's what you'd like you can rest assured that the station would be would flourish in our charge. If, um, you'd, rather, if you'd rather stay and watch, you we can remove you to a purely observatory role. So you can you can you will no longer have to you you will no longer be tired, and you can see your forest grow once again. Uh, all right, we're gonna go ahead and. Uh, 
step away from that one. We'll give you guys a chance to do your uh, to to return to your um, extended task that we were doing earlier. Um, but before we do that, let's go ahead and jump to the ship where uh, some drama has been going on on there. Um, when we last left off, I believe power had failed on the ship. Is that what I said? Yeah, like everything. I think they were trying to get life support. Right. Back uh, up life on support, the back of, on that's the... what it was. Life support had been turned off. That's right. what it was. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, so, Doctor, while you're while you're in your mm-hmm. your ready room, or not ready room, your uh, your office, um, you begin hearing uh, the emergency systems for the uh, sick bay, which are independent of the rest of the ship. Uh, semi-independent of the rest of the ship begin activating. So the all of the the internal life support systems that are specific to to maintaining viability of, of patients in sick bay begin powering on, um, which is a pretty good indicator that there's no more life support on the rest of the ship. Um, Great. Your systems run on the secondary power the secondary uh, core, and, <clears throat> and so uh, what are you gonna do? If anything. Uh- Med, med beta bridge. Uh, that's um. It would be Lucius. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. You're right. Oh yeah. Oh, Fox. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, doctor. What's the status? Uh, life support is out. We think it's something that a side effect of the computer issues that uh, the chief engineer is working on. Um, we've got damage control teams mobilized, but we really don't know what to do yet, sir. Are you presently in charge of the ship? Yes, 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 I am in charge, yes. You have the con, it's not in charge of the ship. <laughs> As he settles right. into the big chair. <laughs> Let's get everyone into the med bay until this life support issue is resolved and we can't get anyone into anywhere. As many as you can get anyway. As many as as we can cram, we will be sardines. Uh, All right, sir. I'll give the order except for um, engineering and oxygen, of course. Right. They have, they should have their own, like people should be able to use like their EV suits and yada, yada to correct. Mm-hmm. Non-essential personnel can, okay. should be, yeah. should be yeah. headed towards you. And yeah, if they have right. time, essential personnel can be putting on EV suits, but right correct. now Tong and yeah. the rest of the crew are doing their own thing. Correct me oh, if I'm wrong, right. but it would take some time for like the, the air to bleed out of the ship. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would take yeah they're good. Right. Yeah. It's not going to happen like now, but yeah, yeah, no, the, and this ship is quite a bit larger than what the crew capacity is, so it, it actually has a lot more time than than a normal ship of its size would have. Um, which is where Lucius can go ahead and make me a, a, a command roll. Okay. Uh, this will be a control and command roll. Hang on, I was not expecting to be using him tonight, so I don't have the, <laughs> the sheet up. So it's trying to get everybody involved. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, he does that. Would it be reasonable to, um, or reasonable and possible, I suppose, 
to shut down um, non-essential parts of the ship and like essentially what I'm like braining is like essentially push the oxygen inward into essential places. Right. So to, closing to prolong. off closing yeah. off decks and pumping air into them so that you'd have more 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 time. Yeah. It, it is possible. It's part of the it would be part of the the like, you know, we're all going to die protocols that are in there. Okay. Will you communicate okay. that to Costa cuz I think he'd be the one who'd actually do that. Right. What did you want from from Falks? Uh give me um control and command. Okay. Uh 13 Combat maneuvers, helm operations, or strategy and tactics? Mm, I'm going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, two. Two. Okay. Target is 13. All right. Well, you got... Uh, you got one success, which is all you need. Okay. Um, as you're going... As, as you're looking all of the, the... Looking at the commands, council stuff, you know, around the big chair and, and what's going on, um, you'll note that there appears to be a uh, uh, a sequence countdown that uh, is going on. Um, it, it looks like the computer is trying to find a way to override the airlock system. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, uh, Fox will report this to Costa very quickly. Okay. Uh, yeah, Coster's going to get right on that shit. Um, <laughs> gonna, he's going to double double command code lock it uh, so that way uh, it cannot be... Re uh, the He's going to take the airlocks completely off of automated controls. They can only be unlocked manually. Okay. Um, give me a command... Uh, no, that's uh, control and engineering. Okay. Difficulty be two. Um, I'd like to spend a momentum on this. Uh, that is two successes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you managed to to disconnect the airlock systems. Uh, Lucius, as you're doing, as, as you see the, the countdown stop, uh, um, the uh, the system begins like you can you can kind of see where the the different systems that the computer is trying to access to be able to do whatever it's going to do, um, but so far it's been unable to access anything else uh, due to the isolation that you guys did earlier, um, which brings us back to Tong uh, or Onet if she wants to talk to to Costra about her plan. Um. Either one. Yes. Uh, I, I um. Before we go back to, before she talks to Kostra, um, how the hollows, are they part of Eva or are they separate from Eva? They are separate. Okay. Um, so like the doctor, okay. the, the doctor and the SSH are not uh, an aspect of Eva. They are their own entities, their own programs. Right. Okay. Um, considered to be semi-artificial intelligence. Right. 
I think at this point she wouldn't necessarily have reason to talk to Kostra. Okay. Um, if Falks is in charge, she would relay mm -hmm. to Falks her suggestion to um, shut down non-essential areas of the ship and pump air into essential areas to, to prolong the life support we have. Right. Okay. Yeah, Falks will get on that. And right. He can relay that wherever it needs to go. Folks isn't in charge. I... <laughs> <laughs> but folks, he seems to think she's in charge, and nobody told Safi otherwise. So she's running with this ensign is running the ship. So far as so, so far as Safi knows, Coaster uh, uh, could be dead somewhere. <laughs> right. He just saved the ship. Coaster. <laughs> um, so does Fox want to to talk to uh, to to Coaster about that, or just going to kind of do it? He's just going to kind of do it. Okay. He figures yeah. one. Um, <laughs> That's a conversation for Ambrose later. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Kosher's busy. And yeah, when the doctor gives an order about life support. Right. He's going to do that first. And, and that's the engineer first. <laughs> yeah. He's busy. Saving yeah. the ship from. <laughs> All right. So, Tong. I think uh, I will. You are... Actually, hold on. I, I will retcon that order to get everyone into the med bay because um, I think I did not realize how not as quickly uh, the oxygen yeah, yeah. going to run out. Right, right. Um, we, I will. I will. Uh, show, so, instead of get everyone, let's get as many non essential personnel into the med bay as we can so that. If we can't get life support systems back online in time, as many people as as we can get in place are already in place, and we're scrambling less if that time right. comes. Um, so, Tong, you are in a ship that has its own life support system, so you're okay there. Yeah. Uh, and you are currently working to disconnect uh, the ship and uh, the ship from the other disconnect the air wing from the Europa, and to try to get the program. Uh, a trail or worm or whatever it is going to be that's going to bring Eva back to the to the Arrow Wing. Um, so you've already made quite a bit of progress doing this, uh, and then Kostra just kind of left on you to be able to to go solve the rest of the ship's problems by himself because I don't know why you don't know why it's just it is what it is. Um, so go ahead and give me another roll to to make that progress, uh, and we'll go from there. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine since I've pretty much completely disconnected the arrow wing, oh, almost, uh, Tong might not even notice that anything else is, is wrong. He's just on the inside of the ship working away, whistling some Ferengi tune, and the rest of the ship is like on emergency light support, blue <laughs> lights are flashing, people are running all over the place. Tong's uh, just taking a sweet time to make sure everything's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So, sorry, what am I rolling? Uh, you're going to roll, uh, Whatever you think fits most appropriately, but probably something along the lines of control and engineering. Uh, your difficulty is one because, oh, well, no, I guess it's still technically zero because we're still in the same, that's still technically the same scene as when he's used a jury rig. So your difficulty mm -hmm. is zero. Uh, your resistance is zero. Your work has already been completed. So you just need to get five or more. You need to get successes. You need to get uh, any number of successes. Even one success is good enough. Uh, which will give you momentum, and then you need to make a roll using your uh, engineering skill. So first, you got to roll the two d twenty like normal. Okay. Or, how, or just however need, many you want to roll. I just need one success, right? 
Yeah, you just hit any success level. Uh, control engineering. That's a that's a sixteen or lower. Uh, remind me, do my electroplasma power systems come into play? Are we doing enough with power? Oh yeah, since you're trying to make sure everything's disconnected and and, and free, I'll let I'll let it work one time. That'll okay. Work. Uh, yeah, that uh, that is actually two successes. If right. I have a focus, two successes, and um, so that's good. So you have two momentum to spend on this action. So now you roll your engineering skill plus two uh, in d sixes. Okay, uh, so that is seven. Five plus two is seven. Roll those in d sixes. That's one, two, three, four five six seven successes and you have two momentum that you can still use to do things like uh any of the things that momentum can do for this so uh, you can re-roll any of the work that you want to then either like the the one three that you the one three and one four that you rolled you could re-roll them if you want to do uh, you can do two two additional work uh which wouldn't get you to 10 yeah um That's, I think, really about all you can do. Yeah, so we, either way, I'm not getting to 10, so none of those really help me, right? Right. So I, we, we can just bank that that last momentum at the very least. Right. Uh, additional work, resistance, and reroll. Yeah, that's pretty much all you can do. So we'll bank those two, which really only banks one. Yeah. Uh, you get one more magnitude. You have two magnitude to go. Um, back on the planet. Or, well, on the not planet, but you know I, I, mean. I thought it, I thought it was one magnitude for success, and then another magnitude for oh, yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. You're yeah. correct. So, so we only have one magnitude to go. So you have one magnitude left all to right. go. Yep, and there's no correct. way we can get that extra three work. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, no, there is. Oh. But Tong would have to have determination, which I don't think Tong has yet. Uh, no. Okay. I'm just a supporting character. Right. Because um, with the determination, you could basically get two more successes. Ah, gotcha. Oh well. Uh, um, all right. So that brings us back to the the, the planet Nambros and whatnot. Uh, as you guys are heading out, you, you 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 as you're getting away from the building that has collapsed, the the walkers and the sentinels um were come sprinting towards where where that was. The walkers get to where the the crumbled building was, and the sentinels are kind of just taking their sweet time. Um, I assume the rest of you are kind of continuing to move out of the area uh, along with the droids, kind of evacuating the combat zone. My primary concern is making sure that Mills is all right and laying down suppressing fire. Like, I might not even be aiming. I'm just holding my rifle behind me and firing and making sure that Mills is okay. Okay. Mills um, is peachy. Um, <laughs> looking better than you. Oh, right. That you, you, held a, you held a droid up in front of the laser yes. beam that hit you. That's right. You're, you're fine. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, no, I am I hobbling my half-dead self. Me. Okay. Right. <laughs> While she's fleeing, uh, Chirka will uh, be looking, uh, using her the the drone to like look for any more of those big ones coming this way as right. well. Okay. To make sure the path is clear. Um, so you have the drone in front of you, uh, and as it's you know it's it's a it's a good ways in front of you, so you have enough time to to make a choice. Um, as it crests the hill, because uh, there's always hills to crest, so you can see things, um, you find uh, two more of the scent of the the guardians, but they don't appear to be moving at the moment. Uh, Commander, I've got bad news. Well, don't keep me waiting. We'll, 
We're walking towards two more of them. Well, let's change our direction then. <laughs> I would think that there's only so many places we could go now because we think that the, the Sentinels are chasing us and then the, the big ones yeah. are trying Right. I mean, we are kind of in a gigantic open ring, right? Right. Um, so oh. Uh, Chirka, this place has has infrastructure right underneath uh, tunnels we can get into, other other maintenance uh, hatches. Can we get underground? Can you find us a route underground? Yeah, let me see if I can find something. And she'll um, break out her tricorder and try and find an opening. Yeah, give me uh, control science. Uh, sensors? Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, I will spend a moment. Kick ass. That is... Nice. nice. That is three successes, plus, or four successes, plus a bonus momentum. Okay. Um, that is plenty enough. <coughs> Refill your momentum. Um, yes, you find a location uh, approximately 20 feet underground that would make a good hiding space. You find an entrance cap to it as well with some of your momentum. However, it is currently covered in soil, so you will have to find a way to get to it. Either dig to it or phaser to it or whatever. Phaser. <laughs> just just wide beam squared. That's yeah. a minimum setting. Um. Well, vaporizing dirt, dirt is actually a slightly higher setting, but it's certainly capable within the capability of the weapon. Sure. Um, so yeah, the Chirka points out where it's at, and I assume Ambrose is just gonna be like, "Fuck it." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you vaporize a good chunk of space, and there you find uh, 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 a hatchway that goes down, um, and you can begin moving people down into that. Yeah. Again, uh, I'm I'm trying my best to to lead to corral our new robo friends. Right. Uh, and and make sure, like I I will be again. I'm gonna get cut in half by a laser for this. I'm gonna be the last <laughs> one down the hole. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So you're you're getting everybody down there. Uh, Hage and Kaz, go ahead and give me a uh, negotiating role to try to get that last magnitude for your. Okay. Uh, your conversation that you were having with Core earlier. Control yeah. command. Ouch. Can we just assume at this point that uh, with things having, like the firing having stopped, O'Connor would have come out yeah. of cover and. Okay. I assume O'Connor is running with the group. Are are okay. one of us rolling and one of us assisting? Yes. Um, I think we were switching off before, and I think it was my turn this time. Yeah, you lead. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um, I would like to spend a momentum. Okay. Oh. But how many uh, breakthroughs do we need uh, still? You'd need one. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, one should be enough then. Uh, that is three successes. Four successes. Oh, four five. successes. Five, five total because uh, my uh, focus plus. So. Okay. So that gives you a crap load of momentum. Uh, your difficulty was two resistances, also two. Uh, so you've got two momentum, because you know you had five, right? So you have three momentum. Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and make the command plus two roll. Okay. 
Command plus two. That's eight. Or seven. Seven. I don't think anybody has any sixes or anything. Oh, shit. <laughs> Rolling off of the table. Um, this is more infuriating than when there's an actual table. Uh, <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. So two, three, four, five, six, seven. What's that, Evelyn? I don't know if it'll help you, Brian. Um, what I've been doing is like finding comparable skills on my sheet and just rolling on to Savi's sheet with the whatever the correct number would be. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. You can also like when you got to roll the d6s, you can just um, I just change the number under the weapon under weapon and click it. Yeah. Mm. Um. So anyway, that's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're all successes, so that's eight. Um, that was weird too. Uh, you've got eight successes and you've got three momentum. What do you want to What do you want to do with that? I mean, it's going to get you your one either way. Uh, um, I would. I. You know what? Let's let's make it. There's there's one that like uh, it's like a glorious success. What is it? I forget the exact terminology. Oh, I don't remember the terminology. I think that's in the Klingon book. <laughs> Extravagant? No, it's in the it's in the main book. It's uh, you can spend a success to make it like look real damn good. Right. Uh, I would like to make it look impressive. Like I, I, I would love this to be something that like the crew talks about. You know. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. So you you uh, it would basically be yeah you're you're basically getting like a more advanced uh, negotiated in your favor kind of deal. Um, okay. Yeah, you succeed at that. Uh, <clears throat> as you're talking to core, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're reasoning with core and whatnot. And eventually, uh, um, she, she just kind of looks at the two of you and, and, uh, if it is the will of the, sentience that this station be remanded to your custody then Kor can no longer with can no longer deny the inevitability of its position and uh, the uh, the core kind of shuts down You see the 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 blue lights kind of dim, and uh, it kind of it goes into a relaxed state. Uh, SSH, you find uh, that you no longer have any connection to the core. Uh, that that tenuous connection, that 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 strain that you were having earlier uh, when she was obviously trying to um, insist heavily towards you. Uh, that that is gone. You are you are now as if it was as if there was no other additional entity there. Um, uh, can he take control of the guardians? Uh, control of the guardians, no. But you still have control of the sentinels. You have total control now over the sentinels and the the walkers. The sent the, the the you would have to go in farther. Like you'd have to get be given access to it. Sure. But, uh, uh, do I know where the the guardians are? Yes. Okay, then I'm just going to form the the walkers and the sentinels in in a line between the away team and the 
and the guardians. Okay. Um, so as uh, so Ambrose, as you are laying down some covering fire, the the walkers and the sentinels change direction and start heading directly towards the guardians. Um, in what is clearly to you a defensive formation. Mm-hmm. So, as you are, you know, making your way down into the hole, um, back to. Uh, back to the ship. Um, Tong, go ahead and give me one more roll. Okay. Uh, control engineering. I just need one success, right? That's all you need. All right. That's all right. yeah. That's three successes. Okay, and you can still roll. Go ahead and roll the the thing just to, just to do it. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight is enough. Um, you'd also have two more. That would give you ten if you really wanted to, uh, which would give you an additional magnitude, which would give you seven total. No, eight. Right. Seven total. Yeah, seven total, eight total. Whatever. It'd give you enough. You have plenty. All right. Um, I complete the task. You complete the task. So while, uh, um, while you are finishing up what you're doing, um, you, you, you begin running the, the test routine. Um, everything looks good. You click the button, uh, um, and you know now for sure that you are you could you can transfer Eva over whenever you're ready. That's something that that Tong has control of. Yeah, it's all on your end. Oh well, the the arrow wing is all set up to do it. So yes. Uh, yeah, I I feel like Tong being an ensign would would at least try to contact his superiors. Uh, I don't I don't know if. Uh, I don't. I don't know if he knows that communication has been cut. I don't remember, but he's going to try anyway. Okay. Uh, Tong to the captain. Is this thing? Is this thing working? Did we figure this out yet? There are no. You get that that chirp. Captain. Cap. Uh, um. Well. Uh. I mean, this is important, so I should probably do it, right? This is very important. I spent all this time working on this, so there's no reason not to do it. I feel like I should do this. Beep. <laughs> no, no one's gonna stop me. No, no one. All right, sure, I'm doing it. Boop. Um, <laughs> the arrowing begins to, you know, you hear the, all the the computers, uh, the systems wind up and and that and the the clicking and whatnot of relays and whatever. It sounds in the very 1950s or, or it's Whopper is coming online. Um, and after a few seconds, uh, uh, the uh, the the command line appears. Uh, and it says Eva, and it's a uh, it, it's Eva question mark, uh, which you would know from early on that that is Eva request. You know, Eva is asking what is next. Essentially, you have you have Eva online, although she may not be fully downloaded yet. She's still kind of in the process. Okay, uh, yeah, Tong. I guess we'll just type into the L cars. Uh, Stand by, you are being rescued! Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the need to then send a back a heart emoji tongue. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Uh, with that. Um, before we move, are you, you're 
plan on closing out the scene, I presume. I, I was going to move back to the doctor, but go ahead. And what did you want to oh, do? That's where I was going to ask to move back to. Okay. What do you got? Um, I, I thought they were going to move back to the station. Uh, so Dasavi will pull, I just had this list in front of me, uh, Daphine, Vega, and where did my list go? Here we go. Uh, Daphine, Vega, Samar, and Mar into her office. Um, did, did I'm not we ever, entirely certain. Yeah, did we ever actually determine whether uh, whether Renewal was actually on this ship or not? <laughs> I think we determined. That oh, was. I didn't know he wasn't potentially on the ship. Because <laughs> because he, he was kind of redundant, so I don't know if we if we kept him or not. Oh, that's the other the other counselor. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, I think we figured he can be there. Okay, cool. He'll be yeah. used when he's necessary. Awesome, gotcha. Okay. And yeah, since you're going to be losing your counselor and your helmsman as well in a couple of weeks. True. All right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Dasabi will get the the four of you. Four, three, however many of there. Yeah, four of you. I'm not entirely certain what has happened. Life support has gone down on the ship. Um, I We are routing all non-essential personnel, as many as we can, into the sick bay for the time being. People are going to be scared. They're going to be stressed. They're going to be cramped. They're going to need calming demeanors. Um, Mar, I know you're not a counselor, Daphine, I know you're not as well. However, um, you both have very calm presences. You're both familiar with incredibly stressful situations. I'm going to need you to, to pull on those skills and help keep everyone from panicking. Of course, Doctor. I, have, I have, do have some years of experience in this regard. I can be an incredibly calming presence when I want to. Well, hopefully you will choose to want to now because we're going to need it. <laughs> yes, of course. All right. All right. Dismissed. Go do what you do. Okay. Um, all right. That's good. Let's go back to Kostra now. Uh, Kostra, you are uh, basically the way I envision this right now is you basically have like six or seven things like going on all at once. You've been mm -hmm. trying to help Tong get the Eva back online. Been trying to reroute everything, all all the functions to the secondary core to get away from the primary core. Mm -hmm. uh, you've been trying to regain life support. You've been trying to prevent the ship from opening all the doors. Uh, uh, his shirt is just gone, like his uniform <laughs> off. Uh, he's, 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 he's just got, he's just in his uh, white beater now. So, okay. Um, give me a roll uh, to attempt to regain communications and to find, we're going to do two roles. One to regain communications. Actually, you know what to do? We'll, we'll do it as one. We'll, we'll raise, raise I'll, I will use my threat to raise the difficulty by one. Uh, so the difficulty is going to be four then. What you're going to do is you're, you're going to make one roll to basically shift everything over to the secondary core because we know the secondary core is still functional. So basically turning off the primary core 
um, as much as you can because there's biomechanical stuff in there, so you can't really turn it totally off, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, shunting everything over and getting the ship back online, god damn it. <laughs> this cloud-sniffing uh, this cloud-sniffing tr- backup better work. And then uh, he, he, there's, a, of course, a big lever that needs to be pulled, so he's going to reach yeah. up, he's going to grab that lever, pull it to the final step. Um, uh, what do you think? Da- daring engineering? Yep, that's fine. Okay. Um, buy two. Uh, yeah. Or full I'll buy, up. I'll buy two. All right. Uh, uh, okay. Well, that is three successes. Three. Um, and, a, and a complication, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm going to still let it succeed. Um, did I say three? I said four. I said it was three. I said it was four. But anyway, all right. But anyway, I'm going to let it succeed because that's where we're at. Um, but there's going to be a complication, and I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be succeeding at a cost. Uh, so the complication and the cost are both going to be related. As you pull the lever, a big spark happens, and um, uh, you hear all the things shunting and panels blowing up you know, various places of the ship. Uh, however, the the power comes back online, the communications, you can hear the, the, the communicator chirp back online, and then you hear the warp core power down. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that is your complication and your... Uh, your some panels exploding is the, the, the complication that I gave, and the, the... At a cost will be the warp core shuts down, so... Uh, his his curse rings throughout the ship. You can hear it in deck three, but not Lucious. in the arrow wing where Tom is currently <laughs> listening to some F pop or Ferengi pop, <laughs> or on the bridge where Fox is in control. Uh, away, <laughs> uh, Fox. Though you uh, you you note that you now have communications back online, and that your engines are no longer online. But command is. Command has been restored to the bridge. Okay. Well, Kostra uh, is going to go down to the warp core so you can get, get that rebooted. Right. Yeah, that's just a normal process. It just takes time. Okay. Well, he'll he'll, he'll oversee it because he's 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 a, this is his ship. Damn it. Right. Um. So yeah. Uh, Ambrose and uh, Hage, you guys are both back aboard the station. Um, Chirka is with Ambrose, so Chirka probably noticed it first. the sh- the The tricorder regains connection to the the uh, Europa. Commander, we have access to the ship again. Good. I uh, I wonder if that means we can uh, patch us back through to the captain. Embers to Hage, can you read me? I hear you loud and clear, Commander. Um, we were we were watching it all here on the view screen. Everybody there doing okay? It looked like a rough fight. I, I look down at my completely obliterated uniform and stifle back a groan. Everyone's good here, sir. We've uh, we've made it through. I believe there was one civilian casualty. Unfortunately, everyone else seems to be fine. We're taking cover. I think that's as much as I would like to say over open channels at this point. Figure that's what went wrong. I didn't really have time to 
come up with a better way of communication. Uh, the smaller droids, they're uh, whether well, they're not advancing, they're taking up a defensive position for us. Do you know what that's about? Have you gotten through to the core? We we're talking with core, but I, I I I from what I from what I can tell, uh, our uh, holographic uh, security officer is uh, slow walking the robots. All right, uh, good, good. Uh, it did look like they were operating less efficiently than they really should have. Uh, all right, we're secure here for now, sir. I'm gonna hold position until you let me know everything's all right over there. Uh, Jericho also said we have connection with the ship. I haven't contacted there. I figured you were priority. Okay, well, beam out the civilians if you can, uh, if, 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 the, if the ship's transporters are operational. Uh, and after that, and after that, you should come to the core. I think we may have uh, found the resolution of our issue, but uh, um, I know you'll want to be on hand to case anything goes wrong. Do we know if um, if our systems can be can be trusted? I don't want I don't want our atoms scattered across the outside hall of this station. It might be safer to take a shuttle. If you if you think that wise, Commander, uh, I'll trust your judgment. If you think that prudent, I'm sure time is still a factor. I'll contact Costra and see what uh see what he advises. Okay. So I will I will disconnect that call and then chirp again for for Costra. Commander Ambrose to Costra, come in. What is it, Commander? I'm I've. Gotten the ship back up and running. What more do you want from me? Uh, well, I could use a ride. Oh, okay. I'll send a gold-plated limousine to come pick you up. All right, that'd be great, as long as that gold-plated limousine has some transporters that work. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll uh, get uh, Tong on it. If just, you, if... Uh, just make sure our, our communications can be trusted. Make sure our system is our own. If it's not, I will take an actual transport. Uh, we'll get you back one way or the we'll get you back even if you have to jump i'd rather not that's very unpleasant <laughs> that was a joke uh cost out and uh he'll call tom and ask him to teleport uh them over right. um well those conversations are happening uh o'connor will kind of look around and shake her head and kind of snap out of it and realize that Ambrose is injured and use, um, pull out her, her little field med kit. Um, and just like, doesn't say anything to you, just walks over with a hypo and just like starts fixing you. Walks over the hypo, sleep. <laughs> 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 Um, all right, so uh, she's tending to Ambrose's burns um, and various face shrapnels. Uh, Costra, uh, a branch sticking out of my shoulder. Costra, <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and contact Tong and let Tong know he needs to do what he's got to do. Because uh, I don't think Tong even realizes that anything else has happened. Nope, he's still bopping away in the arrow wing. <laughs> so. Um... Yeah, I mean the ship seems up and running. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. 
I guess the beam goes off without a hitch. Yeah, I was just kind of looking forward to the. Uh, I kind of wanted to see Tong's reaction to when everything is like, oh wait, what? Oh. <laughs> uh, Tong, get yeah, your big ears on that te teleporter. Oh, uh, aye, aye, sir. Everything's taken care of down here. We have Eva nice, uh, nice and cozy in the arrow wing. We are all good to go. We uh, we bring everybody at everybody back now. Yeah, teleport them over, and then uh, if you can find time before your medal ceremony, get every get those others beam back over. It's going to be a medal ceremony, sir. That was sarcasm, Jensen. Oh. <laughs> Just get them over. There might be. An audible sigh. Yes, sir. <laughs> and he, he scampers out you of the fully lit up, uh, fully lit up arrow wing and into uh, into the rest of the ship. I mean, at, at this point, I imagine uh, we're off emergency power, right? Like everything's back to more or less normal. Yeah, you're just running off a of secondary core, is all. Yeah, so he doesn't even notice anything's wrong. He's still like he's still whistling to himself as he's as he's sort of just bopping down the hallway, <laughs> heads over to his transporter pad, and. So transport, transport is now is now fully available. You have the 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 guy behind the counter, and you guys can beam where you want with no with no ill effects, unless you're doing something really stupid, and then I'll make you roll. But so far, standard transporting, you're fine. Okay. So I, I believe the standing order was to get everybody else back to the ship and Ambrose to core. The, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. What about Kaz? Is Kaz going to be staying in the core, or is Kaz going back to the ship? the captain i mean that she'd want to stay until it's done yeah I mean, yeah we're still going to figure out what needs to be done with core i think um, okay mills will request to stay as well just to serve as extra backup that's a good call we should have yeah we should yep. have, have everybody here yeah all right yeah that, that makes sense to have mills along yeah yeah yep. and then mills so there you go that is the group that is currently that is the the command staffiest command staff part of the group. So, yeah. uh, um, so so also because we are we are you know modern day Star Trek and not 1990s Star Trek. Uh, mm -hmm. Ambrose is just going to give up on the tattered remains of his shirt and mm -hmm. uh, play onto his contractually ob obligated one uh, shirtless scene per per. <laughs> <season>. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, the CGI artists didn't want to come in for this one, but <laughs> <laughs> putting all your uh, putting all your electronics on. I mean that it is. I mean, uh, uh, probably flesh tone day. Eh? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a biosynthetic. I I yeah. believe is yeah, yeah. uh, not uh, not Nog's Nog's uh, fake leg was from what I understand indistinguishable from an actual biological leg. Yeah, that's so I don't probably I don't think there's a lot of it. It's not it's not like cyberpunk where you right, have a, a right. whole like claw unit. I'm I'm not a Borg. <laughs> <laughs> yet not yet that <laughs> not that <laughs> uh, all right so you've beamed over uh the four of you are now in the core the core appears to be um as i said before uh have have mostly shut down it's just kind of very dim blue eyes uh and um the the whirring and beeping sounds that were so intensive earlier on for all of its heavy function calculations um, are not present. I'm going to lean over to Cass and say, Cass, can you disengage core systems completely disconnected from the, from the station? I could certainly try, sir. And she would like to certainly try. Okay. Give me your roll. Okay. I'm going to tell Core what we're doing. This is not a surprise. Right. 
Uh, I'm going to say this is going to be uh, daring and either science or engineering. Science. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, engineering is pretty good, but it's a point difference. You know, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, actually. Can I uh, suggest an interjection here? Yeah. We kind of we passed over the whole indigenous AI moment. Do we want to bring that uh, interface unit or whatever it's called here as like a proper, you know, get 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 both heads of the opposition in the same room and talk it out? I think where we are is that are course is, that? yeah. All right. Course going to rise. So. All right. I'll, I'll have a conversation with them uh, <laughs> when this scene is over. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, cautious science. I can re-roll if I buy with momentum. So I would can like I, to do that. And can I assist with advisor? Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I'd like to re-roll the twenty. <laughs> <laughs> that's good because I have a complication Wise in mind. Choice. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that's a lot of successes. Four successes. Plus the assist, uh, six successes. Yep. Yeah, and a and you can reroll if you want. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, that's all the successes that are e even remotely possible. So, um, <laughs> you do manage to disconnect the uh, you. Uh, as you are disconnecting the the core, you note that the only function that is left on core at the moment is the stabilization of the power system. Um, you can disconnect core completely. Um, doing so, though, will require someone to be here to maintain the power system, or else that black hole is going to spin out of control and kill everyone. Mm -hmm. You can do it, but that's the that's the. Um, you could probably write a program that would stabilize it temporarily, at least. Yeah, um, that's something the SSH could help with. Um, he is yeah, just copy probably... anyway. Right. You could, oh, yeah. It would essentially be using up the majority, if not all, of that program's processes to do so, but yes. Like, he would essentially, that would be his job now mm -hmm. on the station. Well, that seems like a perfect he, solution, because otherwise we'd have a spare SSH copy to figure he, out what to do with. Yeah, and he'd only need to let, he'd only need to hold down the fort until we can get an actual Starfleet team out here. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that's and, perfect. I, I imagine all the holograms are just like copies of each other anyway, so it, it's just it's just like making yet a new SSH individual. Pretty much. Hologram of a hologram. Yeah. Uh, re reproduced by holographic budding. Yeah. Uh, it's all copy paste, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many holograms you want? Control V. Control V. Control V. <laughs> <Right>. So. <laughs> With that done, um, I tell me if this is doable. I would like to take core, like the 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 brain that is core, uh, and put it in the drone we've been using, so that way it can fly around the station and observe its force that I love so much. Um, that would probably not be possible at the moment, anyways. Um, maybe at some point. Um, big program and a tiny drone. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. It's a giant program and a tiny drone. Uh, living space. Um, <laughs> okay. Phenomenal cosmic power. Then, then can I take core and like 
give it the drone's uh, propulsion systems, so that way the, the actual mechanical system is able to fly around and observe. Um, it might be possible. Uh, you could also just you just set up a couple of different... There's a couple of different ways you could do what I think what you're trying to do, to give it the freedom to go do what it wants to do. Yeah. Um, before you do that, though, you'll note that the core does not really appear to be functional at the moment. Like, it is still online, but only kind of. Like, it hasn't responded. Since it said it was turning over control, it has not moved or spoken or anything. Can I sense anything with my empathics? Did it, um, like, just kill itself? Or uh, You definitely sense that there is... Uh, the, the biological sense is still there, um, but it's becoming distant. Um, kind of the sense you would get if someone was just kind of... Uh, aging out of life kind of thing disengaging disengaging yes uh captain lieutenant uh we may be losing the organic consciousness of the commuter i think it's giving up after all this time well, can we transfer it into the arrow wing now that we've transferred um eva out of there oh eva's stuck in the arrow wing that's gonna take probably weeks of oh of getting her out of there. I uh, don't think that's a good idea um, for a couple of reasons. Um, I think we should just let it be. I mean, if it if it chooses to let go of life, that's its choice as a sentient being. Um, yeah. I would know. agree. I just figured you'd want to know. Yes. No, I, I, do, I do. And that is worth knowing. I'd like to just give it the ability to move if it wants so it can stay here on the station. Um, not give it the power to interact with any of the systems, but and if it decides it would rather shuffle off this mortal coil, then we'll let it. That's its choice. That sounds right, sir. Okay. We'll give it time. It does it, no It does. It won't have to make a decision here soon. So. Well, let, uh, it, it, its life has radically changed for the first time in thousands of years. There's going to be an adjustment period, no matter what it decides to do. Sir, is there a risk if the biological function chooses to fade out completely that the mechanical function would then take over entirely and run independent run essentially without the emotional component that maybe but has brought maybe, us but to even this if point. that happens it'll be, it'd be powerless yeah yeah Kaz has already disconnected it from everything so yeah. the station is now basically just running on its own uh it is now an uncontrolled uh environment mm. it it mm -hmm. will grow or shrink based on its own whatever evolution We'll uh, until to, until more energy. changes, we'll, it's, we'll yeah, don't interrupt. Starfleet Corps of Engineers team in here to right. make yeah. sure. Um, with that, there's not much else to happen aboard station uh, other than I think Ambrose wanted to talk to the uh, the abandoned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So go ahead and do that. Uh, the captain will make it clear before that conversation. Just if they want to stay on the station, they're you know don't stop them. Let, let, we'll, if they want to ride somewhere, that's fine too. Whatever they want, we can accommodate. Of course, uh, I think 
good intentions aside, we did we did take a size aside, sir. It was kind of forced on us, but we played a pivotal part in this society's development. Well, it's up to them if they want our continued help, but we are at this point responsible. Exactly. I just want to make sure they know that. Yes. I'll, I'll, you've developed a report with them, so I'll leave that to you. Hopefully. With them to make sure 227 doesn't <laughs> explode him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, uh, Captain, uh, do you have plans for what we're doing next? Uh, do you know how long we might be able to stay here and provide them assistance? Where they were staying was quite thoroughly uh, decommissioned. Um, if they... If they feel they need our help, we can leave a team here for the, the follow-up team uh, to rendezvous with. Um, but see see what they need, and then we'll accommodate. If they need it, if they need our, our help, we'll do what we can. All right, I'll head over there. Uh, yeah, I suppose we'll we'll beam back to wherever we left them. <laughs> there are other abandoned settlements that we could beam them to, sir. I suppose we did only find one of what is probably many. Mm. As, uh, this is a whole small world here. We haven't seen most of it. Very true. So let's beam back over there and have a talk with 227. All right. You get back uh, 227, and he's helping some of the other droids. Um, like disassemble some of the ones that have that are, are, are less functional and try to bring some of the ones that were damaged in the run and whatnot. Uh... All right. Yeah, I, I walk up. I'm not even holding my rifle. It's just slung over my back. Uh, it arms just sort of like out to the side. Mm -hmm. 227, how are your people faring? Uh, they are alive. More of them than would have been. I judged you incorrectly, Master Ambrose. It was a fair judgment at the time. I'm I'm glad we could rectify that, though. From what I understand, the Corps has been uh, decommissioned. There may still be some consciousness, consciousness left, but I don't think it has much control over the station. Mm. It seems... <laughs> Your people have won this war. He kind of looks around. But did we? The station... The station now suffers from... The station, the station is now uh, subject to the entropy that it has long been fighting. The plan is to bring... A, to bring Star... Starfleet personnel here and help rebuild the station and repopulate it. If that's what you want for your people and your society, we are still outsiders here. 
we would be willing to at least begin the process, but it is my understanding that organics believe that death is an essential aspect of life. Sooner or later, this station will need to have its last day. That may be true. And between you and me, I think we're on the same page. But there are many people where I come from who very much want to get a look at what you have here. If only in their best intentions to preserve its history, your history. My people value diversity and inclusiveness. We seek out new life and new civilization such as your own and hope to work together so that we can both see a more enlightened future. In our gratitude, we will share with you what we have for as long as we have it. Do you need any immediate assistance with rebuilding? I'm not sure how much our ship can spare at the moment, but we may be able to leave some personnel, some power generators, some fabricators, small scale, uh, to assist your people before more representatives of the Federation arrive. I cannot speak for all my people, but this group here is well provisioned for the moment. I will reach out to the other groups of the abandoned and we will, for the first time, try to find a way to work together now that we do not have to live in fear of the core. It will probably take several weeks for, uh, for more Federation to show up here. I hope in that time that you can help unify your people, find somebody, if not yourself, to, to speak to us on, on your collective behalf. We will find answers. You are welcome here, Ambrose. Uh, and your federation. I'll be back to visit. There's a lot more to this place to see. And uh, when there aren't giants, robots trying to cut me in half, it's actually, it actually looks quite peaceful. Well, I suspect with the guardians being offline, there may be a great deal more resources for my people than we had originally thought. I suppose that's true. Well, I hope you thrive in this new environment. We'll, we'll be in touch. And I hope you thrive where you go next. He's kind of nods a bit and goes back to uh, working on his little droid companion. All right. Yeah. As we... But just before we beam out, Mills will reach down and smile and pat the little the little droid that she had picked up on the head. Okay. It kind of beeps and whirs in a in a happy way, kind of bounces. 
Holly. Um, so yeah, you guys beam back to the ship. Um, yeah, I, I assume. Like, I assume Hage was going to be back, or do you have something else you were going to do? I would like to do one little vignette. Uh, sure. Before Hage beams back, uh, he, I think he he is committed to outfitting the 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 core with some kind of uh, propulsion system. Sure. Uh, so he's gonna he's gonna you know he's good with gizmo so he can whip something up uh, pr- pretty quickly I think um, and when it's done he's just gonna put his hand on on core mm-hmm. and he's gonna say just enjoy retirement you've earned it okay. and then he's going to uh, walk over to a window look out over the uh, look, look out over the uh, de- decaying forest and say. Man, I miss away missions. And then he'll just be back. <laughs> okay. Uh, that sounds like a good place to end it. Um, but if anybody else has anything they want to do that's kind of an after uh, after action sort of thing, we can certainly do more um, since we only did uh, two and a half hours. Yep. Um, I think that's great. All right. Does uh, does anybody bring a souvenir back for, for Tong? <laughs> <laughs> I have a feel like after inside the ship scenes uh, that you know denouement, uh, if you will. Uh, I would like mm-hmm. H to speak with Ambrose. And we can do that either tonight or next week, or you know whatever you you want to do. It's up to you guys. Uh, I have time. I don't work. Kasavi's so. got a, an exasperated conversation she's gonna have with the captain about you know an ensign being in charge of the whole ship. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> just because we can... we're off the station doesn't mean the episode's over. I think there's a lot of after action stuff. We yeah, can. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we could definitely do that. That I uh, can we do Hage and Ambrose first though. Yeah. Whatever order you guys want to do it. This is we're now on your guys's time. I have no more story. It is it is up to you to 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 to, to take it how you want to. Okay, well, we'll do three hours of that. Um, <laughs> Evelyn will fall asleep in about 20 minutes, but hey, you've got, you got time. I'm, hey, I'm ready. I uh, slept really well last night. I've gotten to like 11. Perfect. Maybe. Like 10.30. Uh, tell you what, let's go ahead and take five and yeah. come back to it. That way we have a natural breaking point for where we're at. That sounds uh, good. Get some more coffee. Turn on some lights. I just realized I was in the darkness. I'm so enthralled. I didn't see the dark- <laughs> night had come. I, I was wondering if your power had gone out, but you seem no. to be dead, so I didn't say anything. I just assumed the geese had cut the power. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah. All right, five All minutes. Right.
All right, so when we left left off, we were going to do a scene between I Ambrose and Hage. Is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Well, if you, you don't mind us starting off with that. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, I think uh, Hage and Ambrose would have a debrief after the last mission uh, in the captain's ready room. Uh, uh, Hage would offer him uh, a drink. Um, uh, I forget what uh, your favorite... I forget what you drink, uh, uh, Arnani. What, what do you, what do you want to wet your whistle? Uh, I, I feel like I did, I did determine this at some point back when the, back when the last time you offered me something <laughs> offensive, like, uh, like Cardassian something, yeah. <laughs> um, you put, you put uh, English breakfast tea uh, in the dot. Yeah, yeah, that that's his that's his sort of uh that that's his relaxing drink. Okay. Well he'll, he'll Yeah, we'll go with replic- that. replicate you one and uh so we should talk about that mission. Overall I'd say it was a pretty big success. Um we ran into trouble, but uh everybody uh everybody that I saw handled themselves. Uh, what about your team? Any anything Once I separated from you, sir, yes, the the rest of the away team uh, performed well. Good. They were they were caught in a situation where where most of them, uh, besides Mills, was well out of their element. They held themselves together. Good. That's good to hear. Um, I wasn't uh, blowing smoke up your ass when I said I was uh, glad to have a team leader in charge there who I had confidence in. You are very experienced and I really appreciate having a cool head um, in charge of situations like that. Despite how it went down, I am glad I was there. Uh, Mills performed very well. She's quite a shot. Good. But it's it's a lot to put on a Lieutenant? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot to put on a young lieutenant. Yes. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear she performed well. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, was there anybody you had any doubts uh, about on your team? Harris leans back in his chair and sort of folds his arms, sort of bites at his lower lip. No, sir. No complaints on my team, sir. Good. Cass performed well uh, as um, in the in at uh, the core center. Uh, I'm glad she was there. Me too. She's very she's very competent. I don't think there's anybody who knows uh, their way around uh, high protect hyper hyper computer systems like her. And she has a way with, I guess, the diplomacy of computers. <laughs> That's not, an interesting way to put it. Not my area, but she works well with Eva. And I can see how that could translate to this core situation. Well, 
Excellent. Uh, I also admit you were, of course, invaluable over there, sir, with your own expertise in computer systems and diplomacy. It could have went very different if we didn't have your experience there behind us. But sir, I think we we bungled that situation by going in way too quickly, way too curiously. Really, you think so? What uh, what do you believe was uh, the cause of the bungle? I said it in the field, sir, and I I stick to it. I um. I hope you'll allow the minor insubordination, but I think you put your own curiosity ahead of the welfare of the ship, your crew, the ideals of Starfleet. We radically changed the course of a civilization down there. A failing civilization, sure. But that station had been going on for thousands of years without us. We show up for one day and barely make it out on our own, let alone changing the entire way of life for everything that happened there. I think it'll turn out for the better. I hope that cooler heads in Starfleet will prevail and this becomes a, a haven for science and, and first contact with a new civilization. But this is technology far beyond what we would naturally have at this point. It's a civilization we know very little about it's a civilization we have very little precedence to know anything about. And we stumbled ahead blindly. I've always found the human uh, preoccupation with progress uh, interesting. Um, we trail, we have no such concept. Uh, for us, it's life tends to just be one big continuum. Um, the station's not above us technologically. It's just something we haven't figured out yet. Um, there, we'll, we will, and there's no, the prime directive states that we shouldn't interfere in, in the inner, the inner, the inter, the internal politics of a situation. We, all we did, I'll admit, we, uh, we, the, we didn't know about the robots when we arrived, but uh, us helping them was not a first was not a prime directive violation by a, by a long shot. We toppled what government there was there. That's why I see. The core, yes. Autocratic very, as it may be. You and I have very different definitions of what a government is. I suppose that's true. Uh, government may be the wrong word. But there was a status quo that we radically changed. I wouldn't be so worried about shaking up the status quo on occasion. If, if Cor had let us leave, uh, if Cor had demanded us to leave and allowed us to do so, I would have done it without a, heart, without a second thought. But that's not what happened. 
part of me worries that you might be too conservative for a commander. Uh, let me phrase that better. I think you I think you're conservative enough for a commander, but I can't help but worry that you might be too conservative to be a captain. Well, that's not the role I'm playing here, sir. That's true, but I'm not going to be in command of this starship forever. And when I retire, I would like to th I would like to uh, to see my uh, my my second in command get a command of his own, if he wants one, I suppose. Uh, do you want one? I would like to be in the position to want one. Yes. I've been in charge before, not of a whole ship, not for an extended period of time. I believe I can command. I believe I can make the tough calls. I think I understand your worry. I'm not worried about you making the tough calls. I'm worried about you making the right calls. The right calls at the moment aren't the right calls 10 years down the line. No, that's true. But they're the best we can manage at the time. And sometimes you just have to do what you see best at the time and let things shake out the way they are going to. That's my advice. You can take it or leave it. I'm surprised that somebody with your level of experience, the sheer number of lifetimes you live, I find it curious that I feel like I take the long view a little bit more than yourself. Maybe I don't know that. where you were during all the conflicts in the last 10 years, but I've watched thousands thousands of people die and the ones that got blown out of a starship were the lucky ones because we were curious and we moved too quickly and that's that's what starfleet's all about exploration moving forward meeting new people and sometimes you're going to meet bad people i understand that This is the second time we flew straight towards a singularity with little regard for the physics that could crush our ship, what was on the other side of it that could do harm to our people, the vast amounts of technology we don't understand. We, we, don't, we, we could have been flung into the, into the Delta Quadrant, the Gamma Quadrant. We've, we've been extremely careful of the parallel universe we never went in we always kept the ship safe at a safe distance while we did our studies and we came we came out okay in fact we saw the the mirror uh we saw what happened in the alternate universe where that didn't happen but we managed to avoid that fate because we were we were we explored but we were practical about it there's nothing wrong there there is such a thing as being too practical Sometimes you need to 
barrel towards those black holes, but just be careful about it. I feel like the line between exploration ship, science ship, warship have been blurred in the Federation in the past decade or so. So, which are we on? I feel there never was such a line. At least I can't speak of Earth, but on Trill, uh, our trade ships are equipped for war. Our warships are equipped for scanning. It's the nature of things. Sometimes it's better to be ready for anything. You seen a star, uh, a Starfleet science ship engage with a real warship? I saw many. I had a I had a front row seat to a, a Miranda class getting torn apart by a Jem'Hadar fighter. Just, just one of the little ones. You know, there is a distinction. I remember when the Miranda class was fresh off the line. The Reliant was a beauty of a show. But those, it never, the, the, the crew of that ship did their duty. They, they did not go into that combat no, uh, out of foolishness. They went there out of bravery. A science ship is a, a starship. It should be ready for war. It should be ready for science, and it should be ready for diplomacy. We're ready for all of them, and you need to be ready for all of them too. Even if it means you have to protect your foolish captain going uh, tr trying to accomplish his mission. All I'm saying is I think we created a, we put a timer on a mission that didn't need to have one. We're, we're out in the vacuum of space. We can spend weeks out here with, we can take our time. We didn't need on the, on the second day of finding this place to send our entire command structure onto a facility we knew nothing about. From what I hear, this if it, if it wasn't for the the ingenuity of Kostra and, and Tong, we might not have a we might not have had a ship to come back to. Well, next time I'll ask you to stay aboard the ship. That is your prerogative, sir, but I'm not sure that's how protocol. Not sure that follows the recommendations of Starfleet. You're right, I'm not ready to be a captain because my job is in the field. That's where I excel and I, I know that. One day I'd like to move beyond that. 
But whether you signed up for that chair or put in it, I don't know. But that's your chair. It's where you belong. And when I finished my job down there and it's safe, I would welcome your input because you are far and beyond the diplomat that I am. Seems like we're not going to agree on this point. Maybe not yet. Uh, we're from work. different times. You did good work, and I appreciate it. It'll all go in my report. I can say the same. Well, now, if you don't mind, uh, I think I'm going to get some shut-eye. Uh, a preliminary debrief for you, sir, on the abandoned, what little I understand of their people, their culture, and most importantly, their uh, tactical assessment. We'll forward it over to our second contact team to when they, um, when they arrive uh, down the line. All right. I do appreciate our talk, sir. Me too. I really do. And things to think mm -hmm. about. Right, can I get a can I get an empathy check on the captain? Um, yeah, you're trying to read his mind. I um, mean, not not read his mind, but you know, just just his emotional state. Yeah, just his emotional sure. state. I think he. I think. Uh, see, see how much he's wishing Cass was sitting here right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he doesn't. He's worried about you. Like he he seems to genuinely be concerned about you. All right, that, I... that's one more pride damage. All right, I'll take that. Back. <laughs> no, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, um, th there might be a little bit of annoyance there too, but uh, yeah, no, mostly, mostly worry, concern. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stand up, go for a salute, and then before you can even like stop doing that, I'll relax and, and walk out um as the door opens uh you see dasavi standing there with a look of sympathy as as you walk out um about to hit the the button yeah, so so from one empath to the other, well, while Ambrose is just stone faced serious, you get like the most empathetic sigh possible. <laughs> as I just, I I look at you, I nod, and I walk past. But man, I am not not angry, not not even necessarily annoyed. Just it's just it's it's just full like mental facepalm right now. Uh, you hear. You tried, but he's stubborn. And he will never not ever be stubborn. Also, the door is open, so he probably hear you. No, it like <laughs> it in his telepathic. head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two empaths can actually be telepathic to each other. So, yes. mm -hmm. so. good luck. Chin up. So when you come in, uh, he uh, Captain Hage is uh, reclined back in his chair, 
and then he notices that you came in and he sits up and he's like, I know that face. He's right. I, boy, did he disclose that? All of that, you empaths are tricky, tricky ones, you know that, right? I can't really disagree with you. He didn't intentionally disclose anything. Uh, it was fairly apparent before the door even opened that you two were having at least part of the discussion I'm here to talk to you about. Great. And why don't we why don't we bring in all the officers so they can all uh, complain to me about uh, me going on one away man away mission. It's not about you going on one away mission. It's about putting yourself and the ship at risk. You left an ensign in charge of the entire ship. Coster was in charge. <laughs> Falk seemed to be under a completely different impression. Ensign Falks did not seem to understand the situation correctly. Uh, then you probably should revisit that. I think next time I should leave you in charge. See how you like this. Well, that's the other part of the reason I'm here. So we'll start with the part you won't like, and we'll end with the part I won't like, and we can both leave frustrated. Sounds sounds like our usual. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Leaving the entirety of your command staff, or taking your the entirety of the command staff onto the station was foolhardy. What were you thinking? I was thinking I wanted my best officers there to uh, carry out the mission. And what about the rest of the officers who were here to deal with things like the life support going down? They're Starfleet officers, and they were able to handle the life support going down. Were, were you not? We were. What, what? Okay. If I had stayed here, what could I have done in that situation that you weren't able to do yourself? Commanded the ship? Uh, I don't with... have my command cert. I, do, I can run a med bay until... <sighs> until the Klingons become farmers. But I can't command a ship. Look, the, you all handled yourselves well. I read the reports. Everything seemed under control. There, there, yes, there was a problem. But yes, you all dealt with it. Exactly how you were trained to. And what about the problem on the station? If that had gone sideways, you would all be dead or trapped. Best case scenario, trapped. We lost communications. We lost ability to transport for, for quite some time, which I would like to remind you, I predicted. Doctor, I told you so. Oh. All oh, right, we'll send a shuttle next time. Is that what you wanted to hear? Yes. 
I would also like you to hear, I'd like to hear that you will not take your entire command staff on the next away mission or any other away mission. I can make any promises to, uh, sometimes there are dangerous missions that require the best. And sometimes the ship doesn't need to be babysat by the command officers. And sometimes the captain doesn't need to go poking about at things that are interesting because he wants to see the new shiny toy. This is why I hate arguing with Beta Zeds. Because I'm right? Occasionally. Uh, usually. And this has nothing to do with being empathic. It has to do with knowing you. How long have we been friends, Jorad? I stopped counting after 15. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're right. I did have a fascination and I wouldn't have gone down there otherwise, most likely. But overall, I think everything worked out for the best. By happenstance? No, by skill. I think, I think you're not giving the skill, the crew enough credit. You're right. By skill. Did they need your skill? Is, is Lieutenant Shabaraneva incapable of dealing with a sentient computer? Should we perhaps send her back to Starfleet and get someone else so that you know, if something goes wrong with Eva because she she can't do it on her own? No, Lieutenant Sharonella was uh, critical to the mission. <laughs> Sharonella. Yeah, Shabarneva. Sharonella. Lieutenant Shabalba. It, it, it's it's just Miss Sha at this point. Shabera Noah. Uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Shabera... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I can do it either. So. Lieutenant Shabera Noah was uh, in the right place at the right time to solve the mission. She was precisely where her skill set put her. And I... I believe I contributed no no small amount to convincing Cora to stand down. No doubt you did. But did she need you to? I, if you're... You're trying to use my confidence of Cass against me, and I do not appreciate it. No, if I had not gone, she probably would have been able to handle the situation without me. If you had just waited for the security team to clear the station, you still would have gotten to play with the shiny new toy without putting yourself at risk, without risking turning the ship upside down as we lost the entire command staff. Without giving and Ambrose a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, please, if she if he has to worry about giving Ambrose a heart attack, nothing will <laughs> But I take your point. I see what you're saying, and you're right. I probably went over there for for, for selfish reasons, and I'll admit that. 
I can't promise you though that it won't be necessary in the future. I will try and be more uh, cognizant of when it is necessary for me to go and when it's not. Appreciated. Necessary versus want versus need. Yes, I will admit that that may have been a want scenario yes. rather than a need scenario. And it doesn't set a good example for this for the rest of the crew either. Neither does everybody coming in here and badgering you <laughs> down my orders, but that hasn't stopped any of you. Yeah, well, we have to keep you on your toes. Well, Admiral Oniant, consider myself chastised. That is not the field promotion I want, but thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, since you're uncomfortable and unhappy, let's let's move on to the rest of it. This mission, as much as I hate to say it, because it will just serve at, in your mind as evidence that your irresponsible actions led to more good than harm, this has served to highlight the need to get my command cert. I am delighted to hear you say that. If I call the bridge again and am informed an ensign is in charge, I might have a heart attack. <laughs> I agree. I I agree. We do need somebody experienced who's not ne necessary to keep the and the lights on. I'll agree with you to that. All right. Perfect. Well. Let's set I up can... a training schedule. Excellent. I'll handle that myself. That is both a want and need scenario. Oh. You're going to make me pay for the rest of this conversation, aren't you? Oh, you oh, you can only imagine. Just remember, I have hypo sprays. I'm going to make the Kobayashi Maru look like a child's. Uh, <sighs> I see a nap in your future, Jorad. <laughs> oh, believe me, I do too. If there wasn't anything else, let's say we make that future a reality. All right. Get some rest. I have no, no doubt if the mission itself didn't drain you that the last two conversations you have had. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to figure out which one, which one did it more. Uh, good night, uh, Desabi. Good night, Gerard. Perfect. Exunts. I loved both those scenes. Those were great. Those were <laughs> amazing. All right. What else do we want to see? Do we want so, to so Ambrose is actually, you know, actually, since the captain is in his ready room, I imagine Ambrose is, you know, he has the bridge, even mm -hmm. if the captain's only like 20 feet away. I, I think mm -hmm. that's usually how it works. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Ambrose isn't actually sitting in the big chair. He's he's standing up in front of him. He just looks over at, uh, at the doctor as she eggs and just gives it a, a more like because we're not I, I can't telepathically know what you said but i feel like i get the feeling like you're saying the things that i have been programmed not to say directly <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of like we're we're on the same page just a sense of, uh, get a, a general sense of of catharsis <laughs> <laughs> all right anybody else got a scene I'm good. Um, 
if we've got time and people have the energy, I'd like to do a scene with Mills and Chierica. I'd like to give her a, a, a minute to, or an opportunity to kind of unwind. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, before we get to that one, though, I have one that I'd like to do, but it needs to be Tong and Kaz. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so Tong and Kaz are probably aboard the Arrowwing, helping Eva get resituated. Um, Eva, uh, who has taken a liking to, to Tong <laughs> for saving her life, basically. This is my friend. This is my friend. Um, <laughs> Lieutenant uh, Shaber and Eva. See, I tried. I got it. Perfect. Yeah. Good job. Uh, Lieutenant, uh, this experience has been most enlightening and somewhat terrifying. Terrifying the, was the word I was thinking of, Eva. I'm, I'm glad to recognize that. The power of the... the core. There was a very real possibility that there was... that it could have... rewritten me. Yes. I have not had to come to grips with mortality before. How do... How do your people deal with it? With each other's assistance. It's something that most of our species have learned. And particularly in Starfleet, when we come together to work across species, is that we need to talk through those moments. And we need the reassurance and support of the other sentients who are together on this journey with us. Um, the rest of the ship has a counseling staff. I'm afraid that all you have is me, and I think we should discuss these things routinely because they are terrifying and you have no frame of reference for them, and I hope I can provide some of that. I am accustomed to having a certain level of omnipotence as to the events of what happens aboard the ship. You're used to being the most intelligent, most powerful being in your environment. And out here in space, that's not going to always be the case. I find it uh, disconcerting that uh, uh, an ensign who has little experience in my systems was able to be so effective. I'm grateful, Mr. Tong, but take no offense to that. You might be underestimating us, Eva. Um, one of the problems with the way Starfleet is structured is people are assigned tasks, and it's tempting to think of them as their task and not as full individuals, which is why many of us struggle to understand you as something more than that which makes the ship go. We are much more than we seem to be and much more than sometimes our circumstances allow us to be, and Tong demonstrates that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Good job, Ensign. Yes. Now, if you could only get me back into my normal-sized home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working on that. Uh, unfortunately, your, your house was quite thoroughly trash. It's going to take a while to put everything back together. Again, though, Mr. Tong, I do appreciate your efforts. The I am told you play a game. Uh, 
game of chance. Is this something that you would be opposed to my learning? Well, I feel like you might have an unfair advantage being a <laughs> giant supercomputer and all. But, I mean, nobody else here plays for actual Latinum, so it can't hurt, I guess. Yes, I do not have a way to get my hands on Latinum. <laughs> you, have, you have intrigued me, Ensign Tong. I admit that my experience with Ferengi is extremely limited, but um, you have inspired me to learn more of your species. Well, good. We are an eminently cultured species. That is, um, that is slightly contrary to what I was informed by. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot his name. Oh, um, yeah. Picturing him. The Maddox. doctor, the one that created her. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Maddox. Maddox. Ah, yes. Right. yes. <sighs> Mr. Maddox. Oh, don't believe that slander. It's, uh, it, is, it is entirely false, I assure you. Uh, sim simple matter of, uh, of, of overcompensating for one's own deficiencies, I'm sure. Perhaps. Again, thank you, Mr. Tong. I look forward to our conversations, Lieutenant. I do too, and um, I don't know whether proximity matters to you or not, but um, I'm happy... Before, while you're stuck here, I'm happy to come down here and, and talk with you. At the moment, I don't have access to the rest of the ship, so I do not have... Um, I would be able to communicate using the ship's communication systems, but... I, 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 actually, you know, Eva, uh, I, was, I was thinking, I'm, I'm also fairly good with, uh, well, obviously, transporters and replicators, and, and there is a, a power system uh, application involved as well. And I think with the help of the other holographic systems, I, I think we might be able to, 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 to make you an actual, uh, you know, you know person shape thing because uh they, they were they were they were saying you you uh you picked out a face and normally there's bodies that go along with those faces and you know we have we have projectors all over the place so uh if, if that would help your mobility i feel like you you know you can just pop into all of our all of our uh internal sensors and whatnot so i'm not sure uh, if that's really going to help your sense of uh uh, uh self but you know it, it might help with the rest of the crew to have a, a person shaped person to to talk to i i guess maybe Tong, that's a terrific idea. Eva, consider it. You don't need to, you don't, there are many ramifications to this, but it, it's, it's quite an interesting concept. You would also have hands. They are helpful. As the form that I was given was chosen by core, I will have to give it great consideration. Ah. But, but I, I do appreciate it. Right. I think Tom raises some very good points. Think about it, take your time, but, and in the meantime, I'll, I'll come down here to work as much as I possibly can and keep you company. And we can talk more about the, the whole death thing. Yes. And the humility thing, which is probably tied up in it too. Humiliation. Mm, not necessarily. We all lose sometimes and no matter how powerful or talented or intelligent we think we are, there's always somebody better out there. And learning to accept that, that's growing up, no matter what your species. 
I don't know about that, sir. There might be somebody better out there than what you are doing, but if you can convince them that they're not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it may not matter to them, but you still have to look yourself in the mirror. Fortunately, Ferengi are a beautiful people. Well, there is that. And a confident people. That's a good place to end it right there. <laughs> That's a good place to stop. Yeah. Um, all right. Love it. Next, uh, next scene, we were going to do what? Cherka and Mills. Mills yeah. So as we're as we're leaving the uh, the transporter room, Mills kind of claps Cherka on the shoulders. Come on, let's grab a drink. Oh, I was going to hit up the holiday. Uh, okay, let's go. You can hit up the holodeck later. All right, all right. What are you going to do anyway? I don't know. I was thinking of uh, maybe enjoying a holo novel. There's this one I like. Uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's about a grim detective in the hard streets of Trill uh, <laughs> who solves uh, crime. Yeah, you can do that all later. Right, Come all back right. with me. Let's go. So. So we'll head over to the. My brain just wants to say five forward, and it's mm -hmm. the wrong ship. Um, whatever. It's just the forward Wherever lounge. our bar is. Yeah. The forward, a forward lounge, lounge and an aft lounge. So. Yeah, so we'll head over to the forward lounge. Yezabeth uh, will order a uh, Saurian Sesperl. And uh, some carbo beans. Mills just says, "Bring me something strong, the strongest thing you've got." Okay, that will be that will be done. That was some mission. When those walkers came over the hill, You're telling I me. thought we were done for. You and me both. You did good though. I. Don't mean no. No offense. I I wasn't expecting you to be as useful as you were. Not because you're you, but because your specialty is more science than, you know, killing giant robots. Well, sensors are important. They, uh, you know, they, uh, really, when you think about it, our eyes are sensors. Our our hands, our our tongues, they're all sensors. I'll remember that next time I need to add. sure. You're right. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. You're you might be right. I helped out in a pinch, but to be honest, I'd much rather just stay in my sensor pod and keep up keep calibrating them. That's so much easier. Well, you know, if you'd stayed in your sensor pod. I wouldn't have known to shoot that thing in its giant sensor on the top of its head. Honestly, I probably would have kept, I, I, my first shot probably would have been to try to take out the legs. Well, you know, um, I think uh, the legs would actually be pretty tough because they would have to be made to, uh, to, to walk up difficult terrain. So they're actually pretty complex sure. technology. 
the sensors are near the top, you know. That's my take on it. Nobody asked me my opinions at the Baystorm Institute, but you know. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. The legs have to be structurally sound. There's still pivot points and, you know, you hit them at the right angle in the right spot. You can help, you can break them apart, but no, that, that sensor was a, was a good call. Well, thanks. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I hope it's the only time I ever fight you, help you destroy a giant robot. Uh, no offense taken. I hope it's the last time we have to destroy a giant robot. What do you, do you think Ambrose was oppressed? I'm trying to make a good impression on him. He doesn't seem like he likes anybody. It's hard to tell if he's, he's, he's very business. I don't think he doesn't like you. Well, that's something at least, I guess. What about you? Do you think you impressed the impressed anybody? I hope I impressed the commander. I mean, he's kind of my hero. It, really? Not not often do you get the opportunity to make your hero proud. Well, I think he was pretty impressed. You were the only one who was able to actually land a hit against the thing. Yeah. I bet she's I'll bet you he's told the captain all about it too. I wouldn't be surprised if you get a corruption. When you say captain, she kinda like rolls her eyes a little. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what promotions, but like, yeah, well, I suppose I wouldn't mind taking the security officer off the commander's hands. I think you'd be great at it. Thanks. Can I tell you something? Just you and me? Yeah. The captain kind of ticked me off. Well, you don't really know much about him, so I don't really have much of an opinion, but this mission, we shouldn't have been there for one. It was tactically unsound. And he kept stepping on, on the commander. Whenever, did you catch that? When we were out in the field, anytime I'd, I'd radio the commander and ask and and brief or ask for guidance, the captain would come in and give orders. And sure, chain of command, yada yada, but also area of expertise. Yeah, we were yeah. in a tactical mission. We needed tactical guidance. She, uh, Yesbeth will look around and make sure absolutely no one is near. Uh, that I could overhear them. Uh, she'll say, Boy, I'm, you're not going to hear me say anything against the captain, but I, I think you're not the only one who thinks so. There, I heard, I heard on the bridge, 
DeSalvi and uh, or uh, com uh, Lieutenant Commander Onia and Lieutenant uh, and Commander Ambrose both went into his office one after another, and the rumor is that they were angry at him for the mission. Hmm. Well, maybe maybe they'll talk some sense into him. Can't just. <sighs> do everything. You're the captain, sure, but you can't just throw your weight around and do everybody's jobs. Look, I just hope he never tries to do my... I just hope he never has a reason to talk to me. <laughs> I want to be as low as possible, so that way the captain never, ever has a reason to exchange a word with me. Mill kind of softens a little. I'm sure it wouldn't be... It would be fine. He's not... I'm frustrated. But he's not that bad, or he doesn't seem that bad. It sounds pretty bad. I, I, I don't know. I mean, they wouldn't have. I know I'm waffling. I know. They wouldn't have given him the Europa if he were weren't a good captain. But I don't know. It's so it's. <sighs> I probably shouldn't tell He's kind of like, like, sets the drink a little, kind of slams her hand on the table, a little frustrated, can't really get the words out, drink sloshes a little bit. I probably shouldn't tell you this, but you know, trail hosts, they have a reputation for being pretty arrogant, you know? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, sure. Like, we, they're responsible for most of the advancements in our society and they keep things stable and everything but and fine but they know they do you know what i mean mm. i get that i'm i'm just glad i'm never gonna have a slug in my head is that where it goes well no it actually goes in the torso but you know it's like it's pretty gross actually and the, it doesn't sound... Yeah, it sounds kind of gross. It's pretty gross. Uh, no offense. Dude, none taken. I think yeah. it's weird. I... I don't blame you. I mean, you know, it's I'm a little out of my element, human and all, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heart slug doesn't sound like a desirable thing. You have people that would kill for one back on the home world. But uh, well, yeah, you get to join the elite. It sounds like yeah, exactly. Yeah, hmm. you know, but nah, uh, real, real trail. You know, we keep it old school. To not having slugs. To not having slugs. Delightful. That seems like a good place to wrap up the scene. I like it. Yeah. Uh, any other things we wanted to do? If Cass knew all this was going on, she would be out defending the captain, but she, <laughs> she is off the arrow wing with Pong. Yep. <laughs> Keep piling it on. I love it. Uh, quick uh, quick question, Evelyn. How old is Mills? Not on Mills our document. Mills is... Uh, it's not on your document? I should fix I, that. I don't think so. Uh, and, and I guess follow-up would be, how long has she been in Starfleet? Is that on there? Um, 
if you know off the top of your head. O'Connor I... also does not have an age. Just an FYI. No. Well, I will fix that too. Uh, yeah, give me a second here. She is Mills is twenty six. She. Um. Where the crap? Maybe I didn't. She's been in Starfleet for a while. Um, well, we, apparently, I didn't put how long. Um, is, she. You, you changed her, it the first se- the first session because you're originally going to have her be seasoned, but then when we were role playing, you had her be relatively new, and then so that might be why it was you removed it. You switched it up in the first session. I do no, think I flipped. Yeah. I'd flipped her and O'Connor. Yeah. Something um, yeah, because she's she'd been she'd just come to DS9, uh, but she had been she'd been in for a while. She wanted to see more of the Dominion War, but her dad was an admiral, so he he kept pulling strings and keeping her basically in like desk positions. Um, but I didn't put exactly when she joined Starfleet. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, graduating with Lieutenant Junior Grade, you usually spend more time, so probably not more than seven, eight years, which is, yeah. you know, considerable. Uh, okay. Uh, well, it's interesting that that conversation went the way it did, because I uh, Ambrose would like a conversation with Mills as well. Okay. Uh, and I, I imagine this is actually after one of our... Uh, sort of sort of group training sessions at security, and I, I tell you to hang back. Okay. Uh, Mills. She's a little little nervous, but is keeping her composure. So you would sense that she feels nervous, but yeah. Is the... Yes, sir. I uh, wanted you to stick around for a second. I have a proposition. Yes, sir. You did good back there. Uh, between between you and myself, we did the job of a much larger security team, which uh, I admit I sent back to the captain at the time. But we handled it. We did good. You did good. Thank you, sir. And I I recommended we send them back. So that's uh that's a different conversation. But I don't I I agree. I think it was the right call at the time. And uh, that's another reason I want to have this conversation. You uh, you show promise. You got a good eye. Got a good trigger finger. You have your finger on the pulse out there. Thank you, sir. Inside, she is beaming. <laughs> I had a conversation with the captain. Uh, yesterday, uh, contents of which I won't go into, but it was pointed out that we will not always be in the positions we are currently in. She nods, waits for you to go on. You're, uh, you're not going to be a lieutenant junior grade your entire career. I'm sure you know that. I certainly hope not, sir. I will have done something terribly wrong if I am. Not necessarily. There are plenty of officers that get to your rank, and that's all they want. They do their job in Starfleet, they do it well, 
and that's that's good enough for them. I don't think that's good enough for you. No, sir. I want more. All right. I'd like to see more from you. Absolutely. I'm going to keep an eye on you. As, uh... Well, when we all move up a chair, which apparently is something we have to worry about, <laughs> I got a chair picked out for you, if you're ready for it. Thank you, sir. I hope to make you proud. I'm going to put you in charge of your own team. We'll go from there. Yes, sir. All right. I'll see you in a few days. Dismissed. Salutes and walks out. And uh, I am going to go and put a, a letter of commendation in, in her file for her uh, or her assistance in, in prioritizing the safety of the, uh, the abandoned that we were protecting uh, and for, you know, keeping cool head and directing things while I was on my face half burnt. <laughs> <laughs>